to the Smoke Shed Studio for another episode of the Cigar Social Podcast. This is episode 12. Thank you for joining. My name is Matt Across from me, a man who knows all too much about the Alien Accord. And I think, honestly, he might be from the dark side of Uranus. Ken, how's it hanging? First, who told you that? I want to know. And otherwise, things are hanging great. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Also in the Smoke Shed tonight, we have a special guest. This guy is a hot sauce wizard. No, better yet, I call him a saucerer. His skill to create flavorful and unique sauces is unlike anybody in the world. This guy, who just 10 years ago was slinging drinks as a bartender in Los Angeles at places like Burger, uh, Umami Burger, I'm sorry, and uh, Takami? Takami. Yep. Uh, Sure. Now, a successful hot sauce company and is recently a recipient of the 2022 Small Business Association Small Business Person of the Year Award. According to the LA Times, he's Mr. Hot Stuff, a good friend of mine, a Batavian, and unfortunately, he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan, the owner and hot saucer, uh, Gindo's Spice of Life, the Gindo. Chris Ginder. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, at least I'm not a Cowboys fan, let's be honest. Wow. Well, we'll get there. That had to be said, and he couldn't be more right. All right. Sorry. Yes. That's embarrassing. It is. So we might as well jump into show and tell real quick. Yeah, no, this, uh, he's, I'm not going to even entertain him. Oh, no, you're not? Nope, not yet. (laughs) Season hasn't even started yet. Episode's already over. Not going to take that low-hanging fruit, huh? And cut. Are you, are you a Phillies fan, too? No, uh, not so much. Okay, good. Because I have my broom out. I cleaned it. I'm getting ready for the sweep this weekend. I've oh, sort of lived geez. a bunch of different places, and I kind of just go to whatever game or wherever I'm at. And sort of like right now, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Cubs fan. So. Oh. Okay. No, no. I, I, I'm okay with that. San Diego Padres when I was in L.A. It was Dodgers. Yeah, no. Just wherever I was living. So. Well, I have a little bit of love for the Dodgers because Dodger Blue is comes originally from New York, yeah, uh, and so does San, San Fran Giants. Come, that orange comes from New York originally. So I, I but uh, it's just yeah. fun to go to the game. Really, it's my, you know, yeah, just that's a, a nice summertime thing to do. Uh, if you're new here at the Cigar Social Podcast, every episode we alternate who brings the bottle, who brings the cigars. It's tradition around here to start with the Stogies. In our last episode, I brought the smoke. It was that Nica Rustica. El Brujito. Oh, my God. I still you have it. Rosetta Stone. I still got it. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. It was by Drew Estate. Uh, this episode, the uh, it's Ken's turn. Ken, uh, what are we burning tonight? Okay, we have an exciting treat. We have a Alec Bradley Kintsugi. Um, interesting name. It is a Japanese artwork form. So the premise of it is we take a, part, a pottery article, something uh, that has already been created, and you crush it, break it up, and you put it back together with a silver or gold lacquer and create a new, different art form out of it. Um, if I miss my guess, the premise of it for the name here was, uh, I guess, metaphored with the cigar industry. How the cigar industry needed yeah. to, at this time, be uh, broken down and put back together and have more uniformity exactly. and, you know, along those lines. Um, another interesting thing, too, that adds to that concept of a we'll variety blend of the cigar. There's a couple of things that come to mind with this. It's a little unusual in the sense, oh, my God, we have a fire. <laughs> you have a okay. Yes, please. 
Yeah, all right, hold on. We gotta. Yeah, we're quick, gonna. You gotta be honest with you guys. I'm kind of an amateur with these cigars, and although uh, I'm enjoying fine. this, no, no, fine. no. My wife will light your cigar yeah. for you. Thank you. Yeah, I no, was burnt down the shed. So. And, and no, and you know what though? It is tricky because again, if you're not a familiar familiar with uh, how to light a cigar, how to, it, it can be intimidating because especially if you're dealing with a torch. You are. And you're trying to light a, a bigger surface area, and Something so it, to get it burned smoothly and all that jet, it, it can be. I'm just glad no can one be tricky. We didn't panic. No, no. And we just you know went no. with the flow. Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I'm glad we were able. to... Everybody's okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, so what we we're saying before is like, okay, let's go ahead and break down the nomenclature. What is this thing is actually put together with? So what I thought was interesting, you have. Uh, a couple different things that are in this blend you know we're normally used to one leaf when it comes to the wrapper the binder and the filler and there's a multitude of them it seems that they have in here so you've got the wrapper it's a bono from honduras yeah you've got the binder which is nicaraguan and honduran uh, you also have the filler which is not nicaraguan and honduran and of course the country of origin is honduras so uh i'm gonna see if i can get my spanish on and say this correctly uh, the factory, Fabrica de Tubacos Resis Cubana, S del R L. I believe you. Okay, uh, quite a mouthful. The cigar, and what I just said, robusto. We have a five by fifty. Um, quick question. I five by fifty-two, right? Fifty. Uh, or no, six by fifty-two. This six is Toro? by fifty is a Toro. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are correct. So that's what we have here. We have something interesting. I've never had it before. You haven't had it before. Definitely my first Good time. sir. Uh, through that, through the fire, Yeah. what do you think? Well, so far, I think it's really smooth, really delicious. Okay. Um, again, a little bit of a, you know, relatively new at the, in the cigar game. Right. Well, um, you did get a chance to cold pull. You did before it was lit. I did, some... yeah. And then actually I was getting, a, especially on the nose, I was getting a lot of great... Like really awesome flavors, almost a little hint of vanilla, I think, from the from the nose. Okay, wow. All right. Well, you are a connoisseur of taste as is, as we know, so that kind of fits in your wheelhouse. Yeah, no, he is Mr. Flavor Town, if you would. I guess you can't use it, but I I I I'm getting a raisin. I'm gonna find out. Raisin. Well, let me try. I'm lighting up, folks. I don't know. I'm getting, yeah, a, I'm getting a raisin on a wrapper. I think that might be weird. I've, I don't think I've ever called that one out before. Oh, I don't know. Let me see. See, like we saw, when you make that suggestion, we call it witness tampering. Like, you're like oh, yeah, I taste that, too. Yeah, yeah all, all of a sudden, 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 all sudden yeah, you just taste raisins. Say, yeah, everybody says, yeah. Yep. Uh, let me see. By the way, folks, we do have a studio audience here today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, have, we have company here. Uh, and did you say, what was the strength and body on this? Oh, I did not mention it. Do you have it handy? Uh, yeah, no, so I, I believe what I have is, this is a, uh, medium strength, medium body. So it's right in a, in a perfect little beginner. It's exactly what it tastes like. Uh, chill wheelhouse. It's not too strong. It's not too much flavor. It's more of just a, a relaxed, uh, a smoke here. See, we're all over the place here, but now that you guys suggested both those things, I do taste both yeah. those things. You know what's funny? Well, it was is, like when we had Koval you know? the other last episode. He said something about bananas on one of the drinks, and I'm like, immediately as he said it, my head triggered, like, yeah. oh shoot, that this is. Yep. No, you're right. 
And then, it like you said, more like you're crazy. Man. I started pulling towards a, almost like a dried cranberry, sort of like a, almost like a like a raisin cranberry. Yeah, that's that's so yeah. probably influenced fruity. by your your raisin comment. I'm you're sure welcome. <laughs> so we'll go to the bottle real quick. Uh, I went with a, a, a full, a, a flavorful bourbon. Uh, this is a smooth sipper. Uh, I think it will pair well with the kintsugi. Uh, this is something that I've had before. And is something that I personally enjoy as one of my favorites, but I felt like I had to pick it as the name implies uh, to having good friends with us uh, tonight. This is the Wild Turkey Long Branch. This is a straight bourbon released in 2000, April 2018. 86 proof, aged for eight years, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted, bar- malted barley. MSRP is about 40 bucks. Uh, Long Branch is a collaboration of Wild Turkey's creative director, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Matthew McConaughey. All right. And our Matt is a big fan of. And Mr. Master Distiller, Eddie Russell. The company says that it was inspired by McConaughey's uh, Kentucky and Texas roots and that this rare small batch Kentucky bourbon is refined with a Texas mesquite and oak charcoals. Charcoals. Yeah, charcoals. Why not? This is the first time uh, Wild Turkey has released a product that has uh, features a signature with someone other than Master Distillers Jimmy or Eddie uh, Russell on the bottle. Uh, Matthew McConaughey said that the long branch, in its simplest form, means uh, an extended hand, inviting a friend into the family. And I figured it, was be, it would be perfect for, for this episode. Oh Thank God. you That's very beautiful. much. beautiful. It is. I'm, I was going to give a taste. Yeah, let's do a taste, do a clink. Right. Yes. I'm almost getting, it's almost like a really nice, almost like a caramel. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, go, I'll let you know. On the yeah. nose. On the nose, you'll get caramel, vanilla, and toffee. On the palate, creamy with notes of honey and orange. I don't get the orange. Mm. But I do get the, the little bit of creamy honey. I, I do get yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Really smooth, but the finish is unbelievable. Yeah, the finish is a small pop of heat, nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, caramel and spice of hint, uh, just of, of like a smokiness on the back end. But subtle. It's also kind of hard, you know, as I'm smoking a cigar. But you're smoking a cigar. You're getting yeah. a smoky flavor. Yeah. Yep. It's a gimme. But absolutely. I get okay from the nose. Far from it doesn't overwhelm. Dare I say light, soft. It, doesn't really jump out at you. The palate, like I said, you do. The, the flavor's there. There's a distinction with that flavor. Um, doesn't really burn or ultra dehydrate. I mean, that's really what the burning is. Your tongue's getting massively dehydrated at that point. And then when you guys are talking about the finish, it's another, it's a coating, oh, coated warning. Warm that. Yeah. Down. It's a mild, a and it mild is the proof heat. you said before is eighty six. Eighty six. So okay. it's a yeah. It's it's more of a, a flavor bomb more than yeah. a uh, strength bomb, if you would. Uh, it it has more of a, a flavor based the mesquite, the honey, the caramel. Like you said, it like it all comes together. Super smooth, great sipper. Uh, I had one of these uh, a couple of years back. My wife got me. I think it was a Valentine's Day. Uh, present and uh, ever since then I, I was hooked. This has been a go-to on my bar cart uh, ever since. You know, I just did a collaboration with Unpossible Mead and they brought me this um, orange blossom honey 
and now that I'm sitting here sort of enjoying that on the, on the mouthfeel, the coating of the inside of my mouth, I mm -hmm. almost get like an orange blossom honey flavor from this. It's real oh, subtle. It's cool. there, though. It's, it's really funny because, like they said, it, you get a little bit of honey, a little bit of orange. Yeah. And I think that's... And not really the orange. At first, I was like, I don't know about the orange, but the orange blossom honey that I tried. Yep. You know, and it almost has that almost that coating in the, of, the, of the palate a little bit. See, what we've... I think we can... I could say this with confidence. So the ones we've tried, and we've come across the ones in that proof range, the 80... 86, 90, uh, those octanes we call them. We've been able to go and discern the flavors a lot, you know, a lot more distinctly, uh, more of the taste as opposed to that higher burn. Not to say that there's ones that aren't higher octane that do not have that ability, but for us, it seems like we find a good quality cigar, or I'm sorry, bourbon or whiskey or scotch for that matter, in that in that zone. And I, most oftentimes we start talking about drinking these type of things, I normally go with that kind of... Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. you know, it's, it's too hot. I have to start adding like an ice cube or something. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's hard to pull out the flavors. Oh, you're exactly right. And it's so yeah. funny because the whiskey critics will say, oh my God, you put an ice cube in it? Like they're, they're, There's a lot of people who go, well, just put a drop of distilled water in it. Yeah. That'll bring well, out the your, flavors in most, most cases for your rise. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, ice cube uh, critics out there. Yeah, and I, could, there I could appreciate that. I just know me personally... I do that with higher octane. When yeah. I get a something that's up in the 130s, something that's just straight heat, yeah. a little ice cube in it, just to cool it down on the palate, just yep. not to water it down, but just to kind of give it a chill, is perfect for me. But uh, there's, you know, when you're having 86 proof there, I think this is a perfect room temperature sipper that you don't really need much of anything to it. What do you guys think about this combo? Cigar oh, it's a medium, medium. I think it, it's a it's a complement uh, pairing for for sure. It, it pairs well. I think. I personally appreciate it because it's really approachable and it's not. You know, I'm not a, a an expert cigar smoker. I do enjoy a, a bourbon and whiskey yeah. from time to time, but um, for me, it's very approachable, and I appreciate that you guys didn't go too far outside the box. Oh no, we. I mean, I think what the whole thing that predicates what we do is a couple guys that have enough knowledge to be dangerous. I guess. Uh, enough knowledge to have a podcast. Yeah, yeah enough knowledge <laughs> to have a podcast. You know, we pay the electric bill. Pretty much it. And uh, with that being said, we kind of try to fit in whatever Joe and Joanne we call it because we're not experts by any by any means. But it's kind of like a learning computer. You know, you more or less keep adding to it. And as we've added to, we've come across a variety of different things. Uh, predominant themes, uh, I think, have come. You know, as you listen to our podcast as time has gone by, uh, and things that we tend to like. And we keep think we keep saying there's just so much room at the top. We haven't really been disappointed on anything we've brought in randomly together. I could tell you that I would feel comfortable inviting a couple guys over, and having this combination because yeah. I know that it would, like I yeah. said, it would be an approachable, easy thing for yep. some of my buddies who might just have a cigar maybe once or twice a year at the most, and yeah. knowing yeah. that they would be able to wrap their head yeah. around this, you know. Oh, that's good. Smooth and smooth. So before we get spicy, mm -hmm. I had a friend of mine who uh, Justin who had a question for me. A couple, about a week or so, uh, and this is the, the debatable question in the cigar world. So I, I did a poll on the Cigar Scanner app. I did a cigar, uh, a, a poll on a, the Cigar Dojo and even on our YouTube channel. And I asked if people store their cigars in the humidor with or without their cellophane. There we go. It was unanimous. Everyone who responded said that they leave the cellophane on, hmm. which is what I do, but... It is a question that pops up every so often. I figured I'd ask the masses. The masses all agree. Leave the cellophane on your sticks. So there you go. Mm. Uh, 
Gendo, as we go through this episode, we will have, just to pre-warn you, three blind tastings of two sauces each that we will identify the sauce name. Obviously, this is the objective is to stump the Gendo. Okay. Um, Ken is not a, a hot sauce fan. Uh, Do we know so, that I've had these sauces before, or are these like I mean, I'm, if, you, if you made it, I'm sure you had it. They're all made by me. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. So, I didn't know if he was going to be like, this is Dave's insanity. No, 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 this is this <laughs> no. is all Gindo sauce. Okay. This is all Gindo sauce. <laughs> this is not like, you know, okay. Bob's Bob's hot sauce down the street. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ken's not a hot sauce fan. Here's a deal. Every hot sauce that we cannot identify, or if we get to a round, let's say, now that we... Uh, so I'm going to do the, the tastings with you. Okay. Just for fun, because I like hot sauce, and you know me. I'm wearing a Gindo shirt. You I'm wearing a Gindo hat. Enjoy a hot sauce. I had the Gindo uh, hot sauce uh, first place hot sauce tasting trophy in the and, house. Which uh, was very impressive, and it wasn't even close. And I bet you're wearing the matching garters. I have the, if, if Gindo had an underwear, I'd be wearing it. Wow. Very, can you work on that, please? Yeah. Here's my... Put that pen to paper. Big old capital G string. <laughs> but uh, no, no, not if I'm going to no, wear it. No, no. <laughs> so uh, for every round, if we can't identify it, like we're just stumped. We can't get it. Okay. Ken's going to do a shot of Malort. I love it. Now, and, uh, what if I throw it? How do we know that I'm not just trying to get him to drink a bunch of Malort? Well, I mean, you could throw it. I'm fine know, with it. I just want to see him see, drink Malort. I thought, here's what I thought. You guys are being too kind. Uh, it's true. Uh, hot sauce to me... Folks, uh, no, we just don't get along. Uh, Have really, you ever seen a grown man cry? Uh, I don't cry. I mean, blubbering. It's like it's not crying. It's you know what's wrong with him. You know that kind of deal. And we don't want to ruin this party that way. So I kind of stay away from the super hot sauce. We had an incident here a couple weeks ago, and milk, water, everything else. Uh, we I think found, we actually brought a shaman in. We found we found Ken over the sink, literally faucet pouring water. Milk pouring over the water. He's just like, I'm done. I can't. Uh, what was the sauce that did that to you? I don't know. It was some kind of thing that they, you tell me. I don't know. I think they. It was, it was a, a crazy super hot sauce that I have in my back pocket that I like to use once in a while. To fuck it was called Let's Mess with Ken. Okay. And there we ran. It was a mess with Ken. It was a mess with Ken sauce. We'll call it Mess with Ken sauce. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, is he all right? And you know what? After I did get my palate clean, I was back to drinking with no problem. So what I thought I was going to do is for ones that I would not taste with you, I had to do a shot. Fair enough. That's what I thought. Well, oh, well, I mean, we don't have enough Malort, do we? We don't have enough Malort. All yeah. right, so I'll do half shots of these Malort bottles then. Sure. But I'm here for you guys. Yeah. And mind you, folks. And uh, folks, if you are asking yourself, what is Malort? Please do me a favor. Hit pause. Go find it. Look it up. Take a shot. You'll understand. It's a thing. It's a thing. There's too many descriptions of it. One was described to me if Drano and Asphalt had a baby. I think you described it right, because when I first moved up here, yeah. we were at a bar in uh, Geneva, and we were drinking, and he was like, oh, you're moving up here, that's great. Oh, have you had Malort? I'm like, no. He was like, oh, that's, that's a rite of passage. I'm sorry, but you can't proceed without, and so uh, he's like, before you try it, just remember, it. and I'll tell you what it tastes like before you even have it. It was a dumpster fire with orange peel. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to describe it. And I'm like, Okay. What I didn't know that is the flavor sticks around in your mouth for about three days. It doesn't go away. And uh, that is something that I didn't know. And It's like a bad date. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Gindo, thanks for hanging with us. As we get started, let's start from the start. When and why did you 
start making hot sauce. I, well, you know, locking down the actual time is pretty much impossible, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I've always toyed around with hot sauce. I've always toyed around with sauces. And from what I remember, the first actual sauce that I just recently brought back is my roasted red pepper sauce that I now distribute as a kid-friendly sauce. So it's actually at the Children's Museum in, in Neighborville. Mm. And we actually have another toy store here in Batavia, too, that um, uses it. And we bring it around the markets. And it's cool. basically just my roasted red pepper sauce. It's a kid-friendly sauce. It's super mild. When I first invented it back in the day, I think I was eight or nine or maybe ten at the oldest. I was, well, you, you in all transparency, I was adding Tabasco to it back then. You were then. creating hot sauce at eight or nine years old? Yeah, I didn't realize it until recently, but that was my first sauce. And You're so like I was, a savant. I was roasting peppers on my stove, which is one of my favorite things to do, just right on the fire. Okay. And then I was adding it to a blender with a little bit of Tabasco back then and um, some whatever spices I could find in the house, and I would roast that up, and I was so proud of myself, and it was so good on everything. And honestly, it's still probably my best sauce. My gosh, wow. I, thought, I thought it felt good when I... Roasted spam like that. Try it though; it's so good. I mean, really, you can't go wrong. Right. Like eight or nine, I made, a, like I made a very breakfast. successful PB and J. We were like latchkey kids. My brother affectionately calls us that. You know, that was their. That. Wow. I mean, that was basically me too, and that was yeah. the whole thing. It's just trying to make something good out of whatever I could find in the fridge at the time, and so that's really. Now, seriously, when did I start? I want to say I don't know. It's we were living in Los Angeles. I like had an epiphany. I was growing jalapenos on the deck. Decided I was going to make wings. And at the time, I was convinced the only true wing sauce was Frank's Red Hot. And I was like, there's got to be a better wing sauce than Frank's Red Hot. It's ridiculous. Everyone's using it. I mean, it. nothing against Frank's. I'm just personally not a not a. Yeah, big well, you know, once I grew up on it, it was a thing. It was pretty much every restaurant used it. Yep. And I loved wings. It was a comfort food for me. Huh. And so I go to the hot sauce store at the Grove in Los Angeles, and I go and I buy a bunch of different hot sauces. I'm like, this one of these has to be good. I'm not kidding you. I opened up, tried 12, 13 flavors. They all tasted the same. I remember looking at my wife and thinking, asking her, why doesn't someone use farm fresh ingredients and like good sea salts and make like a basically a gourmet top shelf version of this stuff? You have it everything. You have it in whiskey. You have it in bourbon, cigars, everything. There was no gourmet. I mean, there is now. But sure. We're talking, this is back in 2009. And so I, we, I asked the question. I'm like, I'm serious. So we kept going to the store. I didn't see, and there was no top shelf version of hot sauce. Like if someone just went to use the ingredients that we use and got farm fresh ingredients and made a hot sauce using farm fresh ingredients, like great restaurants do, mm-hmm. then you'd have a great product. And it's literally the last thing you put on your food. Why isn't this the elevated thing? And, you know, it took me many years, and I realized why no one was doing it, the cost and all the logistics. And, oh, okay. You know, it was... It was so there's some parameters. I had to learn the hard way that if I was really going to do it, I was going to have to open my own facility. And to be honest with you, it took me, man, whatever, that was 2009 when I first started. It took us 2011 when we finally launched the company, and I finally got my own facility last year in December. So when we first uh, finally opened. And I knew, I was, if I was going to work with local farmers... West if I was Main gonna, Street, St. Yeah, Charles. Yep. If I was actually going to be able to source from local farmers and actually going to make it by hand, I was going to have to do it myself. I couldn't outsource it to a factory. There was no one going to use the ingredients I wanted them to use, not even the sea salts. And so at the time, I go on the deck. They're, we're growing jalapenos. We had a bunch of sea salts we got for Christmas, and I happened to have some poblanos, and one thing led to another, and I have my jalapeno poblano hot sauce. The very first time I made it, 
was literally the best hot sauce I'd ever had. I was to test the theory. We had a party. I invited like 20 people over on a rooftop deck. We had a rooftop deck in L.A. with like a pool and jacuzzi. It was awesome. Free, nice. free kid, my yeah, name. yeah, yeah. No bills, just me and my wife making lots of money bartending. And can I be more jealous? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I don't know. Um, I and that was your, that was your life, legitimate first, first. Everyone sauce. that tried it told me it was the best hot sauce I ever had. So, and, and that that is the is that the same recipe that you use for right now? You have the jalapeno. Well, the, here's the funny thing. It took me now. I didn't write it down at the time. I wasn't writing down recipes. I wasn't. I was just sort of mixing a little bit of this, a yeah. little bit of that. Most geniuses don't. Have took to. me a couple years to recreate that sauce, and in the meantime, I came up with like five flavors. See, that strikes me. Okay, someone creating like you're creating. I mean, where you're in, it's like a, like a chef, uh, a gardener, and. Spice, I mean, somebody's into spices, all these different... Artists. Like, I like to see it as like a form yeah, of artwork yeah. for me. Like, you know, it's my, it's my these, outlet. These combinations that are coming in, both the quantitative, we the quantitative and then qualitative. And, you know, that, that's some interesting insight for me because I, I've never really... Like I said, I'm not a hot sauce person. And I know I've had some good hot sauces that have good flavor, but they've been really low as far as that heat index. I mean, yeah. I'm not... You know, when I enjoy it, it, it can't be super hot. And that was that's the one thing that I I gravitate towards for the Gendo sauce, even the the limited uh, releases that you do, is that none of it is melt your face off. I'm doing this and I'm making this intentionally to burn your face off type of sauce. It is flavorful. It is unique. Every sauce has a different flavor to it. It is uh, more if you would, flavor-based, then then hot sauce. It's a flavor sauce if you wanted to go that route, but it is. it definitely has the, the peppers, and some of them have the ghost and the reapers and the scorpions and the, all those, those, they those all sound components. Dang, they all sound dangerous. They are, but they all have their subtle nuances of flavor, right. and they're unbelievable. Sure. Like yeah. For me, the chocolate maruga scorpion pepper, that toasty, nutty flavor is... Almost unparalleled. There's, I mean, well, I mean, me, you just have one that just came out recently kingdom. that I think he would actually enjoy, which is the cucumber. Cucumber yuzu. Okay. And so, yeah, we had a guy started working with us, and he was like, have you ever done a cucumber sauce? And I was like, I have not. I've been in next Tuesday the we will. audience that I've had that. We have their stuff at home, she said. Well, I know we do. I see it all the time. So. I get scared. You know I get scared. Huh? <laughs> I, okay, I know that. I have that, but in moderation. In 2012. Okay. Our studio drinks a lot. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Oh, my God. 2012, Los Angeles Times had called you the Forrest Gump of hot sauce. What? Yeah. Because of you always happen to be at the right place at the right time. Can you I explain find, what they well, meant? I'll, you know, it's funny because I've drawn that parallel a lot I, I can't even explain to you how many different events that have happened in history that i happen to be at it's really crazy it really is i don't know why or how that life works that way but i will tell you this for every what you think to be new sensation or every new thing that just happened everything we just discovered this new artist or we just this new actor popped out of nowhere this new musician yeah there is a lot of work that goes into overnight success and I firmly believe that. And someone once gave me that advice, and it's the truth. I mean, you know, we are we don't consider ourselves to be super successful, but I've had a lot of late recent success in what I do. And if I, if you knew the amount of hours, and the amount of time, and putting myself in that right place well, at I that mean, right time, and Chris, being what there time did you wake up this check, morning? Four thirty. Okay, thank you. 
You know what it is? <laughs> that is that is that term for luck. It's yeah. when preparation meets up. I believe in luck, yeah. and I believe I've been very lucky, but I've bought a lot of lottery tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, it's not like I just... Me too. Yeah, no, know, it's, you, it's absolutely insane. It's going to take some luck, too. It's going to take luck to meet some of the chefs I've met and some of the connections I've met or even meet you guys. But even a lottery but ticket, you've got to get, get in the game. You do. You know, and that's, you know, that's the truth of the matter. Um, no, it's, got, it's another thing, too. When there's a quality product out there, it didn't happen by accident. No. And there's been a... There's probably a lot of things... I'm just going to make this blanket statement about you. Uh, there's probably a lot of things in your life that you do with an ambitious front. You probably take a lot of things, keep it in front of you, and keep moving forward. So, um, and you put that into your craft, exactly, you know, whatever it may be. So, you know, we've had people on our uh, our show before, and you just get that vibe, and everything you set up, you know, you can just tell. You're like, okay, here we have a person who puts out a quality product. Definitely, it's kind of like an amplification of the quality standards they. I think would set for yourself. I mean, and that's that's just part of it too. And I know, and she is sitting there. But the truth is, without my wife, this would not be possible. And that is the one hundred percent truth. People say that. Am I the only time. one? Am I the only one who's sitting here like that getting misty? It is the wow. absolute the truth. And anyone who works or comes no, by Gindos and has any idea the amount, like. Even like I made you guys the sauce, I thought it'd be fun to make you a sauce, and I'll get all the credit, and that's great. Oh, we'll get there. The but without later. her to do the label and making sure that it was an actual product, it would just be me in a kitchen making a sauce. Behind every good man is strong, it stands a very strong, and supportive God, woman. And, it's, uh, true. it's very true. I, I can say the same uh, for for why I'm in my life. Um, and like, so you locally source. Wife. She supports me in everything I do. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh my Let's have a cheer. I think we need to have a cheer. Cheers, cheers to wives. Cheers to wives. Yeah. Wives. To wives. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Hey, don't forget me. And don't forget brothers. And a brother-in-law. Uh, so you locally source your peppers and ingredients. Is that right? Whenever possible. I mean, I don't. I want to be fully transparent. Is there a, a specific farm that you go to, or are they like? Is, is well, do you try to get? Uh, touch every like local farm. We would love to, and we've had certain farmers reach out to me with that. But what we find is, is different farms are they're facing the moon different, or they're on a different side of a hill, or they might get more rain than other farms. And so to just put all your eggs in that one basket would really set us up for a potential disaster. We source whenever we can in the winter. We're here in the Midwest. It's it snows. Yep. I know I can't. I don't want to lie to people and tell them I only only source locally. Yeah. But we try to support local whenever possible. I work with 16 local farmers. We grow all of our exotic peppers locally. We will source outside if we have to, but I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to produce a new I mean, sauce yeah. every single week yeah. of the I year. Mean, we, we grow peppers here, at, even at the house, and uh, I mean, we know that at the end of September, we're not going to grow any more peppers. No, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at the last week of September is your final harvest, and that's it until, I mean... And we're going into that time, and I'm warning everybody, get ready to start prepping peppers. We're going to start making sauce around the clock because it's hard to turn them down, and I've never met a pepper I've said no to. So following that up, have you ever contemplated with with having uh, farmers and stuff like that? I mean, obviously you want to collaborate with as much as you can. Have you ever thought about the possibility of having your own farm and growing your own peppers? Yeah, for a minute there, that was one of our dreams. We were like, you know, you go to Napa. There's always this house yep. at the top of the hill, and they're growing the grapes, and they're making this. I mean, that was sort of our initial goal, and then we realized, well, let's get our small facility off the ground first. 
work our way towards that. But I would love to have, you know, like Whiskey Acres does, where you're they're on this farm. You have this facility sure. where people can come visit you and hang out yeah. and have cigars and whiskey and hang out. They and, can walk and around the pepper farm. Peppers walk around the pepper farm and see where so everything's you know, being made. And, and, and you started awesome. talking about that, that that image of being in the vineyard. Yeah. I could see you there, you know, kind of like an Anthony Quinn type, you know, with that flowery type of 18th century shirt yeah. just looking out. <laughs> Feel the know? dreams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, to I me, mean, like, a, 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 like yeah. you know, a, a pepper farm like that is like, if you grow it, they will come. You know what I keyed into? Another interesting point you brought up, and we've heard this consistently through, whether it's tobacco, whether it is whiskey, bourbon, and now we're talking about hot sauce. Uh, the forces of nature. Uh, what you're basically slave to, whether it was, what the weather, what the crop yielded, what... You know, all those things are consistent with the end product quality. And, you know, you're in that group now. You're in that category with everybody we've talked to in regards to how they create that. Yeah. They're looking for perfection. But it's fun. Well. Like, it's great. Like, think oh, yeah. about, like, oh, yeah. this guy yeah. is almost a slave to his environment, right? But then yeah. sometimes it yields the most amazing cigar yeah. because it just happens to be where he's at. Yeah. I think our sauces are what they are because we're here in the Midwest, because I'm getting these peppers here around me in the midwest yeah, and that's, that's why yeah. they're not overly spicy that's why i can use carolina reapers and they're palatable and they're not like the ones out of carolina that well, that's are like why, just uh, melting your face that that's so they embrace those that one guy who uh who had mentioned you on good morning america good morning america yeah he uh i, I can't remember his name he he said like i remember he, he mentioned he uses habaneros on this in this hot sauce but it's 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 palatable. It's not overpowering. Like it, it is is blended perfectly to give you the flavor, a bit of heat, but nothing too much. And I think that was a that's like the perfect uh, explanation to the the, the Gindo's uh, hot sauce. Super it is, is flavor uh, and unique flavors, and but it's not like overpowering. There's nothing. I, I mean, I've had the uh, hot sauce mash. During the hot sauce eating oh, competition, yeah. that put me down for a couple days. But that was that was straight up mash. That Meant wasn't something that. you put in a bottle. <laughs> and I will say, you called out most of the peppers in that, all except for like four, which was pretty impressive. So, in an interview ten years ago, you said that you produced uh, somewhere between uh, fifty and a hundred cases of sauce a month. Yes. What's your production looking like now? Ooh. I'd have to sit here and do the math in my head. I mean, we're doing probably 300 cases a day times five, six. Carry the one. Carry the one minus the five. I don't know. Mary, do you have a calculator? Roughly budgetary purposes as yeah. per month. Average. Oh, my goodness. Well, We're looking like uh, five to ten times more? At least. Yeah. At yeah. Least. I mean, our business has grown a lot yeah. for sure. So in 10 years, you've grown about almost 10 times? About 600 cases. Holy smokes. See, that's another reason we should have a statistician with us. Yeah. And our autobiographer. Well, no, that's why we need Mary here. We need, like, at least 12 people working in this place. Yes. Right? (laughs) I think you're right. I mean, I'm starting to get that. Somebody with a laser thing that they can point up at the, you know, with the the, the checklist. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of things. You know, hit us with, hey, did you know? Ken, we're not. We don't have your good side. The jokes on them. I don't have a good side. So yeah, that person be fired. So real quick, before we get to our first hot sauce, we're gonna get, we're gonna do our first hot sauce challenge. Here we go, guys. While we get there, buckle. Up. While we set up. Okay. What are the rules to this thing? What would be your Mount Rushmore of peppers? Ooh. 
As far as flavor? Yeah, your favorites. Your your top four. So we're talking like four <clears throat> facades. Can't live without. You know, I'll be honest, it keeps, change, it keeps changing. Yeah, okay. Now, if it's just a, a pepper that I think that I couldn't live without, that I absolutely need, I would just go back to your typical habanero. Okay. And now the reason for that is I think it's got a really nice fruity flavor. It's well balanced. You can add it to, and I do, add it to just about every sauce I make. Oh. It adds a really nice, sweet flavor to the sauces. So your it, go-to. It blends up nicely. It mixes really well with so many different peppers, and it goes. It's just a versatile pepper. Okay. Now, as far as if you're talking, like, my favorite flavor, I we had a local farmer, I want to say five or six years ago, was growing me these... Um, he was called them chocolate doulas. And it was a cross between yeah. a buccalokia and a chocolate scotch bonnet or, or buccalokia. It's cross, whatever he was doing with these yeah. things were unreal. They were just delicious. Holy Gregor Mendo. I mean, I could eat them just little slivers raw. They were so good. And like I said, that toasty, nutty, you could just take a little bite of it and eat, and it would just stay in your mouth, and it was so good. And unfortunately, I've not been able to get that pepper since. But really? You know, the chocolate with scorpion pepper. Is currently my favorite, and then a Calabria pepper. Okay. There's something about the Calabria. It's just a good, perfect heat. You could sit yeah. there and eat them. They're nice. They're really good on pizza. And mine, mine. If you, I would go with chocolate butla. Yeah. The fatali. No, oh, that fatali's nice too. Phenomenal. And you came out with the fatali yeah. pepper uh, sauce. That one. No, oh. I can't get those peppers either. Uh, the butch de scorpion. And uh, obviously, you can't ignore the Cal- the Carolina Reaper. I mean, no. it's just it's a Hall of Fame pepper. I just met Ed Curry again for the second time. Uh, I want to say three weeks ago. Yeah. Really, he's just a great guy. Really a cool guy. Um, this is crazy. The guy who invented the Carolina Reaper. It's just unreal. Well, we got a bunch of Carolina Reapers growing. I don't know, twenty feet that way. So it's uh, I can't wait for those to to come out, but. Let's go with our first sauce try. Wait a second. Is okay. it time to top off? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yep. We need more yep. whiskey. We know yep. where it is. Yep. Okay. At least I know this. Oh, you're still pretty good. I was taking it over there. Oh, you're in. No, I take it this is number so, one. So I'm going to go ahead and ask our, our audience who set up the, the shot. We're going to try one and two right now. Here's our wooden spoons. We have the wooden spoons. We're, okay. We're going to dip in so we can both try without, you know, cross-contaminating and, and uh, Now, wait. You know. Is this a challenge between me against you? Because you are No, no. It's a, it's a you and me trying to identify it because if you get it wrong, I might get it right. If I get it wrong, you might get it right. Regardless, if we both get it wrong, uh, Ken's doing a shot of Malort. <laughs> Fact. And, uh, I mean, and you can throw it, you know. I guess we have an empty bottle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got a bottle of Cardhue up there that we can try, we or sure do. we can and send one of our audience to go get another bottle from the basement. Subtlety is not something we promote. Uh oh, here we go. It's on, guys. Oh, he's doing a little tasty, tasty, licky, licky. I'm like embarrassed. That's I feel like I'm gonna get the very naughty. first sauce wrong. Okay. Tasty, tasty, licky, licky. Yeah. Should I actually? You know what? I'll do number two while you do number one. That sounds awful, and I heard it. <laughs> that sounds gross. Actually, I'm fine with it. I'm still trying to go with the tasty, tasty, licky, licky. What is wrong with you? Jesus, what's in that stuff? The thing about Ooh. the sauce is I can tell that it's been open for a little while. Oh, that's an insider. So it's morphed yeah. in flavor. 
It's like when Napoleon Dynamite was tasting the different milks, you know, that point for the 4-H club. Okay, it's I think I have number two. Patch. I think. I could be way wrong. I'm sure I'm way wrong. Let's do a switchy switch. Switchy switch. Yeah, you gotta say it like that. Switchy okay, switch. Okay, that's fine. You can take your spoon. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Is that stuff hot? Weirdo. You can take a new spoon. Whatever. Do whatever you want. We have 62 spoons at our disposal. We have a thousand spoons here. They're all wooden, by the way. Amazon. Love it. What is wrong with you? Hmm. hmm. Alright, so So the number the, two is spicier. Oh, for so for sure. the masses, we you guys are both sampling one and two. You've just flip-flopped. Number two is spicier. Number one has a Different flavor to it. It's not. It's not what I think it is. It's definitely. I, know I think I know what number one is now. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. Lick it anyway. Can I call it out? You can call number one, and I'll I try think number one. one's the Houston Street. No. Ooh. I can tell you right now, it's not. It's not. I can tell. Yeah. Just because, it, folks, we yeah. Um, that's not Houston Street. That is. And here's the background, folks. You hear me? Well, hold busting? on. Hold on. I'm, I'm we haven't gotten it wrong yet. It I'm is definitely busting open the uh, airplane bottle right now. Is that a collaboration with? No, it's not a collaboration. Oh, yeah. One, number one's cheating. not a collaboration. That's okay, cheating. I immediately got it wrong. Never mind. Okay, okay, that's it. About to say number one, I felt like was a like a. All right, the first two. Collaboration, like a Super Greens collaboration with. Uh, I think it'll make with a room. with a local farm. Number two reminds me of uh, haunted habaneros. Okay, what are they? Throw them out. What's what number? Have... What's number one? Jalapeno dill. Hop, jalapeno that was jalapeno dill. dill seriously. Wow. Gary thought you get the dill immediately. Wow. Ooh, I didn't. It's, 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 so you're including all this. You know, what's number two? Okay. Strawberry lemonade. Shut the front door. Okay. Regardless. That's strawberry lemonade. It can't be. No. There's a mistake. I was going to go with like chocolate bula or like uh, that's spicy. Ghost of Christmas Future or that's something. That's got heat really to it. Frankly, you guys do deserve to do more. If that was strawberry more. lemonade, then I'm mistaken. I'm like, yeah, you guys you're wow. saying number two is what? Good catch. That's all right. Just throw it on the ground. Oh, okay. doesn't matter. Uh, what do I throw the dirty spoon? Uh, uh, the dirty, dirty spoon goes in the shamrock. Shamrock cup. There you okay. go. All right. We plan for that. Contingent. Wow. Two full. Okay, two that makes fools. sense. The two fools collaboration. Okay. Strawberry lemonade. And that's, that was a hot okay. sauce. All right. Moving forward, so you know that wow. there's a milder and a heatier one. Okay. Cool. I'm on fire. Are they hot? Are they? Okay, now that's, guys. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. Don't lie to us. Here we go. I usually lie to you. Yeah, he loves that phrase. He's like, you about ready? Like, here we go. Here's the. I'm gonna I'm gonna say at a at a farmer's market at a whatever if you were to put strawberry lemonade in front of me I would go no nah, I'll take the green ghost or I'll take the green re I'll take the super hot blend like because that's me I like the heat if I knew that 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 strawberry lemonade had that heat I had no idea I had well, I was completely let me blind give you a, a cheat one. sheet here if I do a collaboration with two fools 
The fools love hot. I can't make it hot enough for those guys. <laughs> Are you talking about me and Matt? No, I'm talking about two fools. Oh, 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 okay. I'm just trying to keep up. Those guys, it's never hot enough, no matter what I do. Well, meanwhile, I don't even think they probably didn't think that was hot enough. On this side of the table, if those guys did not even get off the runway, I'm going to go ahead and go with my Malort. And here Ken's we go. Ken's going to do a shot of Malort. Here we go. One, two, three. I can tell you. Down the hatch know. without a scratch. You would not do well with that two fools. Oh. <laughs> Hard to watch. Oh. It's hard to watch. How does that pair with the cigar? Oh, let's find out. Yeah, yeah, do a pair. Parrot. Not the, the parrot that sits on your shoulder, but the other parrot. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mother's mother's milk that comes to mind. You're a straight-up liar. Uh, I'll tell you what. Okay. <laughs> I can tell by watching his face. I'm not... I'm well, not listen, sure. I mean, that was, you saw how I took that down. I took it down like a man. And uh, I will say this. <laughs> the taste notwithstanding, everybody knows the taste. Right. Like I already told you, Drano and then Asphalt. And yeah, a yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. tire fire. Yeah, it is a tire fire. Um, and I'm still, right now, I'm like lathering up my tongue with the wash that's in there the aftertaste if you will um i guess i'm that rare breed you don't mind it i do not mind it uh there was an initial burn on the tip of my tongue of all places um as far as the palate where we describe the palate oh I mean, yeah there's a lot of things people have tasted it's surely just as bad if not worse now the finish there's no finish. I think the, uh, the 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 proper way to say it is like my mother would my my mother-in-law would say it's unlike anything I've ever had before. Okay. Um, I'm still I'm looking off into the sky right that's now. That's the polite way to say this is dog crap. I don't think you could pair a cigar with this. Let's just leave it at that, folks. Uh, the two of them are oil and water. Anyway, enough about me. You guys are going to get back in the saddle yeah. here and try to see. So recently. Just, I can't believe that was jalapeno dill. Oh. oh yeah, try number one. We're going back to it. I think we have a protest afoot. Uh, recently, while you while you try to reevaluate that, you had came out with a, a hot honey. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, outstanding. I can't even say that enough. Uh we use it on our charcuterie boards. We use that uh, a lot in our house. We have. Uh, do, do you have plans to extend your hot honey line to, or do you extend uh, into any any other products like that? Hmm. Well, the funny thing is, I just went in. Um, I want to say two days ago, and worked on our hot maple syrup. What? So the next item to be, and you hear it first uh, here. Actually, you heard it here. Here's so, folks. So Hot here's the thing: syrup. is like I, we were talking about this before the episode started. Uh, we we have restaurants around here who carry Gindos. Yep. Uh, Alexander's, which is a, a brunch spot we like to go to, they carry Gindos. And if you had a hot syrup, like a breakfast oh, syrup, yeah. and you throw that on some pancakes, holy smokes! Yeah, I can't. I can tell you, it came out. It's it's real. Oh, I mean, man. it's going to be delicious. I could smoke a cigar and eat pancakes. That's my heaven. It's gonna be right. It's gonna live right in that same kind of heat level of the of the hot honey. I used a couple different peppers. I wanted to go more of a chocolate Scotch bonnet for that to kind of yeah, go yeah, with yeah. The, the maple. And then um, it does have the same amount of ghost pepper and a little bit of habanero in it. And dude, I'm excited. Hot honey. Same would be kind of thing. Of one what, of my chapters in one of my books. What makes that hot honey so good is it's pure honey. Like I don't. We don't. Oh. 
Okay, I just infused peppers. Um, well, we, we actually we did find a local source, finally. So at first we weren't. At first we were kind of scrapping and going yeah, wherever we yeah. could. We found a, a local source, and so I don't give away my sources. Exactly, don't, but, I wouldn't you know, either. It, it is. Illinois and Wisconsin money. Yeah, it's Illinois and Wisconsin. That's as far as you'll go. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's local. You and give it away too much. Well, no, I didn't. But local as you get. We wanted. We really were trying to work some of our local honey guys that we normally work with, but in order to be able to provide that to people at not $16 a bottle. Wouldn't it be crazy? Here you again, Anthony Quinn, on top of that mound. And there you are looking at the fields. With who's, the, who's Anthony Quinn? Oh, my God. Medicine woman? No, God. No, that's, 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 okay. that's, all right. That's other, Zorba, that's a different Quinn. That's, that's. Zorba the Greek, one of the who's, greatest actors of, uh, several, you know, it's not important. What? It's not important. It's, it's not, not important. important. Anyway. Because. You're I'm, on top of the heat. Because I'm shocked. Like, like. Anyway. I feel like it's a compliment regardless. It's sure. a big time compliment. I'll take it. I'm impressed. But could you imagine looking over those flowing fields of your, plants and then you have your own honey oh my god come on right yeah you're speaking my language exactly for sure. i mean i i i see it it's like the end there of gladiator when he's in the lucian fields and he's walking yeah. this is not important but uh go on basically i see it you know it's like that mystique someone's like, googling hey. someone's yeah. googling it's like the sky is like the world is like glowing in your favor i kind of see more like winnie the pooh like just my hands <laughs> in like a big pot of honey just yeah there you go well, there's, you know, when we go to the, the Batavia Bar- Farmer's Market, there yes. there are some honey vendors that down there that, that source their, their stuff locally. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, if push comes to shove, you can potentially collaborate with one of those. And we do. We have another one coming up. Um, there's another local honey guy. There's a couple different things in the works. We have one that's going to be a garlic honey. Wow. Yeah. And then one is going to be more of an autumn honey, and that's going to be more of a collaboration. Well, I mean, um, we, we, we love the stuff that you do with the garlic breath. Our friends at Garlic Breath, yeah, you know, shout out to them. They are phenomenal. What happens when your real life outdistances your dreams? But uh, they do the the Romanian red, and they do the 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 the, par, the, the porcelain uh, porcelain music music. Oh my god, we do. Some what's fun, what's great sauces. about them is we kind of follow their arc, right? Okay. So first they'll come out with their spring garlic. We make an avocado spring garlic hot sauce, and then yep. the garlic scapes come in season. This kind of the citrusy lemongrass spring garlic hot sauce right um sorry garlic hot sauce and then they're they're the big star of the show is definitely going to be their um, romanian red this sauce is well, their just, georgia fires were amazing too they are and we even do a dandelion hot sauce with those guys this so we literally follow their whole season and make a hot sauce not. with everything they do you guys are talking about well, so clearly yeah. you have to come down to the batavia farmer's market okay and i'm sure they do other farmer's markets as well but they do we they have, uh, I, I didn't know. I did not know that there is such a variety of garlic until I met those guys. Oh, yeah, Tony, they and, was, Tony and Sharon. Sharon. Yeah, they, they are outstanding. They, they will let you try. They, will, they have the sauces in front of you. They, they have uh, such a variety. I had no idea. That they that just started growing me existed. some peppers. I got to get over there and actually see what they're doing. You guys want to hear a little crazy side note? We're talking about my lord. So I went back to Long Branch. And I tasted it after having the Lord. It really did dull in the flavor of this. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Malort still lingered on my tongue like I knew it would be. Like that person you just wish would go home the next morning and then yeah. still hang out. And it's still there, and I tried to commingle with this, and it really dulled everything as far as taste, burn, 
Interesting. It is very interesting and scary at the same time. Let's go on to the next two. Well, we have uh, a couple more questions before what? we get to the next two. Uh, what? You do a lot of collaborations. I do. So, Gindo does a lot of collaborations with breweries, local farms, restaurants, and more. Uh, what is one of the most unique sauces that you have ever done as far as a collaboration is concerned? Mm. I gotta say, I know I just mentioned it, but that dandelion with Garlic Breath Farms I thought was a pretty unique to actually take dandelions and make a hot sauce out of it. They make it taste good. But so, you can do anything. It sounds like you could take anything. Yeah, I mean, that was, I always look, I'm always up for the challenge. I remember, um, some farmer, I can't remember who it was, gave me a couple flats of um, eggplant. And I remember Jackie going, what are you doing with that? Like, we're making hot sauce out of it. And she looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, we're going to make hot sauce out of it. So then eggplant. you're on to something. Eggplant Parmesan. She loved it. became yeah. her favorite sauce. Right. That's what I mean when I thought. I'm like, eggplant Parmesan. Yeah. Immediately, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then Prosecco horseradish, actually. Yeah, that was we just did that, with that was the part of agriculture. Um, some of the coolest names come out of this. I've heard, I think... Well, 16 I, cool names. I mean, I try to keep them in line with what's actually in the sauce, too. So it's literally Prosecco and Horseshoe. So it's it's um, Prosecco vinegar, Prosecco wine, or champagne, rather, Prosecco. And then, um, and, and but what I was thinking, the inspiration for that was oysters. So either like a mignonette. blown. So like a mignonette or like a clam, right? So back east, I'm sure you've had plenty of like raw oysters and clams. You would take like a little mignonette with champagne and a little bit of horseradish. Put that together, and so that's that was my inspiration for that. And so, so I mean, I, I personally love the, the the one that you have with uh, that, that you do with beers, and, and you've collaborated with uh, a bunch. Uh, and for sale, you can also purchase the beer and the hot sauce at your location at yes. 2002 West Main Street, uh, Sweet Pea, uh, St. Charles, Illinois. Uh, Sweet Pea. Oh, that's easy. You can to remember. All, one of my favorites uh, has been Sleepy Bear. Uh, well, a collaboration yeah. you did with Workforce uh, Brewing. The sauce is phenomenal on steak. It is like the ultimate replacement to any type of A1 type of sauce that people would put on a steak. That is phenomenal. And I we, we went to your place and we got the, the Sleepy Bear beer. How was that? We had a steak night with that. The beer with the first beer. place, by the way. Holy moly. For just outstanding pairing. Uh, I highly suggest it. So Brandon is a super passionate guy out there at Workforce. If you ever have a chance to go out there, please do. In Plainfield, the guy, a lot of lot of similarities. The way he probably does two hundred different beers a year. Yeah. Um, and out of anything, he'll try anything at least once to make sure to see if it works. But that Sleepy Bear is just special, and I feel a lot of pressure. He keeps winning awards. I mean, it's amazing. He's got a line down the street when he launches it. And so with that, I was like, what am I going to do? I need to make sure I put some real effort into this. There must be 50 ingredients in that sauce. Like, I I really go out of my way to make that one good. Now, it launches um, Black Friday every year. And so, like, we'll do a third one this year, and it keeps building. Like, the first year, I think I did 20 cases for them. Last year, we did 40. Next year, I'm sure we'll do more, and they sell out every time. So speaking of collaborations, uh, Gindo's partners with Extraordinary Students of SAUCE, S-A-U-C-E. Yep, uh, Student Advocates for Underserved Children Everywhere. Oh my gosh, really? I did not yep. know that. These... And uh, they created, uh, Gindo's created three specialty hot sauces to support their mission. And the way I understand it, that you are donating all the, the proceeds uh, of each sauce to its corresponding organization 
uh, that on the bottle. Can you tell us more about those organizations and what cheers to that? Actually, yeah, I'd like to bring my wife over. Okay. Mary? Yeah, well, she's yes. the one who actually does the donating. So we're talking about Sauce, the student advocate. Here, I'll just move my mic over Oops. so she can talk. Okay, yeah. So, um, um, so we, we, we know that the company's called uh, Sauce. But Which is Matt, student advocates for underserved children everywhere. He was more he was more curious about the three different sauces. So what we did was we got together and we made three sauces and we donate the proceeds from each individual sauce to three different charities. And so that's what I kind of wanted to be. Yes. Like so we so there these uh, are high school students that started the organization. Seven. Uh, they were sophomores last year. They're going to be juniors this year. And um, the organization uh, works because they're so young. They can't uh, officially set up their non-for-profit organization so what we decided to do uh, working with them they partnered with several organizations in McHenry County Shelter Inc Kids in Need and Child Advocacy Center so what we did is we created three sauces using each of their look with the sauce logo and then on the side of the bottle it has the organization information and each bottle that gets sold the proceeds go to each corresponding organization there is a landing page on uh, gindos.com as well where you can just go in and, and read more about the different organizations and what they do. We try to, you know, these girls are amazing. Like, they literally, no one forced them to do it. They just wanted to start this group, and they thought of us. They thought, how fun would it be? We're calling awesome. it Sauce. Let's reach out to a sauce company. We, of course, jumped on that. Yeah. And so, Thank you for Mary for fun. that. Yeah, Thank you very much. Isn't she uh, eloquent? Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I love anything that actually, you know, when you go forward, something you love and actually you become filling it. Huh? Later. Oh, I got one here for you. I'll try not to start a fire that this one. That one is kind of. Uh, yeah, one is a little safer. Like Mine's a little safer. Yeah. Uh, I give it to my. Do you want to? Do you want to get a relit maybe, over here? Maybe my grandkids use. So as it gets relit, uh, folks, uh, can you also? Uh, what I understand, you can sign up for a subscription. Yes. Uh, monthly. You can uh, get it, you know, three sauces, one sauce, whatever. What are the options people can uh, sign up for, and what can they expect? Well, you can either do one bottle or three bottles every month, every other month. You can prepay if you want to give it away as a gift. Sure. For either three months, six months, or a year. I can't miss. And then I literally, they'll never be the same sauces twice. We'll come out. The only ones that are kind of the same, we do our Ghost of Christmas series every year. I love the Ghost, the yeah. ghost of Christmas. So I curate... Yeah. At least a dozen, if not two dozen, of the most rare exotic peppers I can find and make three different sauces every year. Ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Love that creativity. And the past is usually based on where they believe the super hot peppers originated, which is the Caribbean islands. The present is usually based on whatever's trending. Lately, it's kind of been truffle and this, like, Louisiana sort of thing. And then the future is where I kind of go where I think the direction is going. And it's usually the hotter sauce. I use lots of chocolate peppers in that black garlic, fun exotic ingredients like that. And I love, not to cut you off that, I love that deep thinking aspect of it. Once again, it resonates with, okay, a quality aspect. I mean, for anything in my life, anything I've looked at, you know, like you said, you saw immediately beginning, there's some run, so many run-of-the-mill hot sauces that were out there. And you had an opportunity to something you love. You loved hot sauces, and you wanted to be different, unique, and it was an expression of yourself. But... To go ahead and branch and do something like that is beyond that. It's, you know, almost superhero-esque, you know, that kind of deal. Wow. I mean, when you say stuff like that, the philanthropic things you guys are doing, uh, the charitable work, I mean, I, I'm i impressed. I mean, 
literally. I'm like, I did not expect to hear that. Uh, I'm not getting choked up. I just, you know, one another shot. Of my Lord. It's the malak. But uh, you know, but no. Uh, here's to you. Um, Thank you, man. That's fantastic. So, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. So we have a, a question from uh, a, a, the audience. The audience. Oh, wow. Here we yeah. go. What drove you? What drove you? Where did it start? What do you mean, as far as wanting to be like, successful wait, hey, or yeah. wanting to be, can you be a little? It's a really vague question. Like, yeah. where did your drive come from? Like, it, it's not a hard question. Like, I, I imagine that there's somewhere in your life you've obviously become very successful. Like, even just where we're at. And actually, numerous communities, right? From what you've told me, he's you've become successful in numerous Actually, from the West Coast is from where I heard. Yep. And now you're here in the Midwest. What yeah. drove you? I, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but I, okay. I come from a certain side of the tracks where a okay. lot of opportunity wasn't presented, to me, presented okay. to me. Right. And I always knew I wanted to do better. And right. then, you know, when you find yourself in a situation where it's not just you and it's now it's you and you're married and now you have two kids. And knowing that you weren't exactly presented with a lot of opportunity to sort of rise against those things, I knew if I was going to do anything, I was going to have to work really hard for it. And so that's where the drive comes from. Nothing was ever handed to me. I was given a gift. I I know that I've been very lucky, too. Where did that gift come from? You know, I don't know. I wish I knew the answer Okay, cool. That's, that's a great question. You would bottle it if we knew that. You know, yeah. I feel like, like that's a fair answer. Like you don't know. You found just something inside of you, right? And you're like, I think I can be good at this. Yeah. And then you but, turned you know, out to be and you turned out to be obviously really good at it. And like this could really take you far. Because like, you could be that guy. Yeah. That you're 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 in the game. It does seem like that sky's the limit analogy. Well, I think that's part of the drive, too, right? We don't know, and I tell the people we bring on to our team, like, I can't promise you anything, but the sky is the limit. You never know. This You could be on the ground floor or something big one day. You're here. You You are here. Thank you. So, uh, great question, Frank. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So time to pick it. Your best chance. And and not physically, but what – what is your favorite child? He so he does. That's I could never choose. That is, that is Matt's. What's your favorite? <laughs> yeah. What's that? No, not literally. Oh, not literally. Okay. Yeah. So, in your opinion, in the pepper world, uh, let me finish my question. It got out of hand. Real what quick. sauce has been your best creation in your mind at it this point? Oh man. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I get the question all the time: What's your favorite hot sauce? And and. and Usually it's whichever one I made that week. However, there is one that stands out, and it's, it's again, to bring it back to that same pepper, that chocolate maruga scorpion. I think part of it is it's like it's the one that got away. I can't get yeah, that pepper yeah, again. Yeah. And it is, it was, it just was the, it was the perfect balance. It wasn't crazy. I didn't add a ton of ingredients to it. It's the peppers that made it so good. So, you know. yeah. I, 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 um, I mean, if we're talking collaborations, it's probably... It's a, probably a three-way tie between the first time I did a collaboration with Foreign Exchange oh, I Brewery. Just, I don't know if you can have that. I don't think you can have a tie. I don't know. I, I, I'm narrowing it down. I did pick my favorite sauce. But here's I mean, the I, thing: is like I, I'm saying honestly, I 
have tried a, a significant amount of Gendo's hot sauce. That's fair. And I have some stocked up in the basement that I probably haven't even tried yet. But I purchased it because it belongs in my hot sauce cellar. We Some people have a wine cellar. Some people have a hot sauce cellar. Don't judge me. No, but I'm asking, <laughs> did you give him an impossible question? That's what I wanted no, about. It, it is kind of impossible, but I feel like from from a guy who who, who is the mad scientist of it, who is the sorcerer, uh, I mean, I... For for one, I, I can I can I can't pick one. I can't pick one. I can I give you five. I was about to ask, so um, yeah. I can give you five. Okay. I can give you uh, the limited release that made me fall in love from the from the jump was the Cold Smoke Bootla. Oh yeah. That made me go. I mean, holy smokes! This is one of my favorite things that I ever put on food. Dreamweavers played in the background. Yeah. And when people came over, I'm like, dude, you got to try this. Can I have perspective? This, when you're dealing with Yeah, yeah. The, the second sauce that I, I couldn't get enough of and I had to stock up on was the Green Ghost. Oh, yeah. And we can't bring that one back. Yeah. So Number three oh, was, uh, as I mentioned before, the cab collaboration with, uh, with Workforce. That was the Sleeve Bear. And I remember I even reached out to you and I'm like, do you have any Sleeve Bear? And, and I have a bottle that doesn't even have a label on it. It's a white label with like like writing on it like here this is sleepy bear love the gindos and i'm like i i can't i it is phenomenal great sauce uh number four very mountain man from deliverance dude the og <laughs> the hun, the honey habanero one of your year long your 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 uh your year-round original releases we were just talking about the versatility of that sauce you make cocktails with it i i introduced that to one of my uh, a boss of mine a guy i work with and he was like, dude, that is phenomenal for a glaze. If you were going to make a glaze for like a, a honey glaze or something, that, that honey habanero has, is so versatile. You can, you can use it almost in any dish. And I know like in some of your sauces on the side of the bottle, you'd be like, oh, this is good on flatbreads. This is good on fish. I mean, dude, that honey habanero can be on flipping anything. It is your new, uh, what was that advertisement for, what was it, Frank's? Like, Put it on that everything, shit on everything. Yeah. That, like, you put that shit on everything. Like, that is phenomenal. Thank you. Yes. And then my number four, dude, of course, the phenomenal, any released, I hold this one, hold, I hold it dear to my heart, the Houston Street. Uh, yeah. Oh, stop. What a, what a homer. I, uh, you know what? Come on. <laughs> Talk Houston about Street. the fixes and the oh, fixes oh, and. Oh, With that. Yeah. Let's jump to our next hot sauce challenge. Okay. I would do that, except one thing I have to say. When we're talking about that question, you asked my his favorites. Uh, you guys know who Tom Brady is, right? Yes. Uh, whether you love him or like him or in between, there's a question asked of him. Which one of the Super Bowls was your favorite? His answer was, the next one. Does that fit in your paradigm? Wow, that's, I mean, that is pretty... Awesome, yeah. Yeah, I haven't thought. From what everything I've heard of what you're saying, I I mean, obviously there's tough questions come about, but we're talking about your potential, what's going on, because this is. I mean, I think I would be. I I think I would be like. Obviously, this was just presented to me, so I feel like I would be cheating if I said absolutely. That's the way I think. But now that you put it that way, I do have a couple ideas this week, and I just can't wait to to present them. I can't wait to get in and make it, and I can't wait for people to see it, and I can't wait for Matt to come to the market and try it. Well, that's and what so I'm And so, in for. a way, what you're saying is yes. You know, like this, this uh, you know, I want to do this sort of Mexican right. hot chocolate. All right. 
So Gendo, okay. did you guys feel that chill? I did on my back. I, I, like, Ooh, I, I will take number four. You take number three, folks. We'll right. do the same I feel thing. Like Tune I need in. To slip up my game. I'm we'll a little embarrassed. Yeah. We'll do the taste and then we'll switch. And I'll uncrack the small lord. And then uh, you might as well crack the malort because chances are. Yeah, there's no way. I'm drinking it. I have four. Less. He has three. There's no distinct. Did you sniff or you go straight for the taste? I smelled it out of it. You guys. Oh, I can smell that, my lord, from 12 inches away. These pants ain't gonna ship themselves. Oh. Oh, here we go. Number four. Has a distinct taste. No. Okay. Sounds like a war in your head. What's no. going on? What's going on? It's ghosty. Fans want to know. It's ghosty, but it's not not super like flavor. Like not like uh not flavorful. That's the wrong word. It's not like uh like upfront. Oh, this is blended with garlic or anything like that. It's not a weird. That's not your part in this. Collaboration. You have, you it's uh, it's definitely ghosty because you, you get the space up. You get the spice up front, and, and that's the thing about ghost. And I think that's where it got na- its name from. Is that you can taste it. It's like, oh, that's flavorful. And then moments later is where you get the sauce. You no, get the spice. And that's they, where the ghost kind of sneaks up on you. I think when they found those peppers, the place was haunted. Mm. That's where it comes from. I'm like Ron Burgundy. Wow. All right, I'll switch. Is it? I want to ask Candace, is this one of those things where you know what it is and so it's driving oh, crazy that oh, we can't knows. figure she out knows. what it is? Like, oh, I know. You can't believe we don't have it right away? And she can't tip her hand, Ooh. right, Candace? Okay, I know what that one is immediately. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think so. Listen. I think so. I think so. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I am definitely rooting for you guys, okay? Like five times. I'm trying to add some validity to this. I'm rooting for you guys. Mm. That sauce is great. I would say, and I will go with this one, yeah. and, and I could be wrong. Let Number you, three. Oh, okay. let Gendo go first? Okay. He's our guest. He should do it for sure. I think number four is the Fatali. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. What is going on here? Oh my <laughs> okay, no. Because I remember Fatali is yellow. Fatali's no matter what. I can't see. That's part of the problem oh, okay. here. Everything looks red to me. But that's the and point. Fatali's and Fatali is also Fatali is also hot. Like burn your mouth. Well, I think because of the yeah, be, because out. of the what we're drinking right now, everything is really hot to me. <laughs> I would say, and what was number three? Can I fight forward, guys? Is it, is it the Prosecco horseradish? No. Oh, I'm man. off. I'm terrible. I would say number three is... Worst palate ever. Romani- Romanian red by garlic bread. God, you're so close. No? So close. So close. Number four is... <laughs> fire, ro- fire roasted ghost. You said the name like five times. Ghost. Ghosted? Ghost. Ghosted habanero. Ghost macabre. Goes at habanero. Mm. Number four. Number four goes at habanero. What was number Man. three? Porcelain. Porcelain. So for the record, you guys are both wrong again. Color, you would have known. But I had yeah. the collaboration right, right? I had the, the, the garlic breath collaboration right. That goes to But I said fire roast. I had a... Uh, came out good, right? I, had, uh, I said Romanian red. It was actually porcelain. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm just like... I'm, wow. I'm marveling. I really, I'm rooting for you guys. You know what's funny too is part of the problem is right. So last year it was these, it's sort of ghost pepper habanero hybrid pepper that everyone was growing. Okay. And they would come to me, make something with it. Can I make something? And sure, so sure, I finally sure. do. 
and it comes out great. Well, I'm not excited about it at the time because right. I haven't made it yet. So they didn't plant the peppers yet. So now I make the sauce, same thing with that Baruga scorpion pepper and the Fatali, same thing. The same farmer didn't grow them again because he didn't know I wanted them again. Yeah. I, he gave me the, the peppers. I finally made the sauce. I finally fell in love with the sauce and he didn't think to replant them and now I can't bring it back. Well, I, Ken, I am sorry that we didn't get it right. Hey guys, you know what the thing about this? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing this. No, I know, I know you guys aren't throwing. No, this, I, was, I was close. I said I was literally your street cred is on the line. I was, I was. <laughs> That's just not gonna do with me drinking my lord. Any slob can do that. No offense to our three listeners, but I'm just saying. Well, I mean, okay. I listen, you listen, yeah. so we have like two other ones. So we're okay. four. Anyway, you know what I feel like? Anybody uh, ever watched? Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Remember when they, before he got juiced up, became Captain America? He oh. was getting beat up in the alley all yeah. day. Yeah. What was his catchphrase? What was he saying? I can do this all day. And with that. <laughs> oh, shoot. Wow. Boom. Straight up. He did take it like a man. Wow. He took that like a man. What, he took that like a man. And with Captain America style. But still, the same damn thing, guys. The burn on the tongue. Uh, there is no burn in my throat. There's nothing. Whew. It still tastes like shit. I licked something out of a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no one diamond on my lord. Hey, you know, that works for some people. So we have... Uh, Many grease fires in a dumpster. We'll try to... What's what's up and coming for the mad scientist here? Can you let us in on any uh, mad scientist uh, sauces that are in the works and uh, what to be excited for? He mentioned one and right before the tasting. He's got to hear what he said. Which one is... Oh, yeah. So we're, we're working on this um, in my head, mind you. And this is how they work for several weeks. They yeah, just, yeah. They just blew around my head before I've like even that. gone into a kitchen and started working on it. So we're working on this kind of like uh, this sort of chocolate sauce. It's not like a chocolate-infused hot sauce. It's going to be yeah. more of a chocolate infused with hot peppers. Kind of like the same thing I did with the honey, but it's going to yeah. be a chocolate, almost like a Mexican hot chocolate. And we do that for, like, when we make, uh, like, fancy coffees in the morning. Like, we have, like, the Nespresso machine, and we'll do, like, the the fancy, like, uh, uh, jar, uh, what was that, the, the place in San Francisco that makes the sauce? Uh, Giardelli. We do the Giardelli sauce on top and all that stuff. But if you had like a little spicy little that's chocolate exactly sauce, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. So that's in the works right now. And so between that, so what I want to do is I'm trying to put together like what's a fun sort of trio box. I was working these sets of threes. Kind sure, of. sure. We have this hot honey that I know people are enjoying. Now this this hot maple syrup that I'm going to come out with, and that with the hot chocolate, I think it's just going to be a fun sort of holiday gift box to, to do and offer, and just a fun thing to inspire creativity in the kitchen is our main Ooh. thing. Sorry. Um, is there um, more liquor showing up? There yeah, no. So is. we we uh, we're we're gonna uh, yeah we're gonna top off while we top off, and we're gonna top off with something special. This is uh, a, something that is very holds dear to me. Uh, the, bro- the Garrison Brothers uh, single barrel. Holy moly! Can't believe we're. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of mad scientists, Matt, Matt, you need a minute. Yeah, you know I'm. I need to lay down. Uh, need to lay down. <laughs> In the Gindo's uh, Kitchen, uh, located, again, 2002 West Main Street, uh, Sweet Pea, in St. Charles, Illinois, uh, you have brought us a gift. Thank you. And this gift is phenomenal. Yes. And I know it's not for sale, 
but it is a, uh, a special promotional thing that you did just for us. And I, dude, I, I appreciate everything that you do. Uh, what? What is this, and, and, and how was it made? Dude, so I, you told me this was a cigar podcast, and I thought, and the way my mind works was, I've never made a cigar hot sauce, or have I ever heard of a cigar hot sauce? Yeah. So I actually went down, got a bunch of cigars, and was like, I'm going to ferment some cigars and make cigar hot sauce for Matt. I think he'll love it. It'll go great, you know, with the cigar. And I literally took cigars and started fermenting cigars with uh, chocolate scotch bonnets. <laughs> Kids, a little don't try bit this of at home. Don't try this you at don't home. Don't try this at home. And I sat there it's and I started fermenting it for a couple of days. And we were, you know, I was tasting it and I was like, oh man, this is, I mean, it really, just the, the solution that I made to ferment yeah, yeah, yeah. was awesome. Like, I'm not even joking. You stick a spoon in there and it was so delicious. You got the cigar from it, you got the hints of caramel from it. I also added some bourbon to it. And it was off the chain. Well, then all of a sudden, I wake up in the middle of the night, kind of freaking out. I'm like, <gasps> I don't know if it's legal for me to sell this. I ETF's can't make on your Yeah, this yeah, might not yeah, be a legal yeah, product. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, so, so it's comes to mind to me. Yeah, Here's the thing is, when, we, when, when I first moved here and we did uh, uh, for the farmer's market, we, we met Chris. And we, my wife and I were like, well, you know, when we get married, you know, a lot of people have like these goofy little gifts that they give away to their there are people who come in, into the reception and stuff like that. And how funky would it be to have our own hot sauce or whatever? And like, she loves cherries. I love bourbon. And we're like, and we gave it to him as just like a like a volley. Like, here, could you do it? And he was like, you know what? Not only can I do it, but he came back like a couple weeks later. He's like, oh, and by the way, don't feel feel free to check out the cherry bourbon hot sauce that I made, and it's like part of your you know oh, your yeah. limited release. Outstanding! Like this guy is a flavor. Like you know, I I have uh, made the joke of the Willy Wonka type of person. He is the Willy. Like that is he apropos. Can, you make a you can come up with a sauce, come up with a flavor, come up with a, a profile. Give him a couple days to sit on it, and he will provide you with, here, try this. And you know what? I don't believe you can teach that. It is phenomenal. I believe that, I mean, some people have that insight. I want you to try it. And when they find their craft. Oh, we're going to try it. Oh, here we go. Okay, I will try this. I will try it. The debut. I will try it. I am so flipping excited. All right, folks. Literally, I am trying. Unfortunately, you cannot buy the sauce anywhere. You cannot buy it because it may or may not have tobacco in it. But <laughs> I may or may not have fermented Literally, cigars. Literally, I need to drink Malort to put off the flames. I, I am, enjoy the flavor. Oh, here. I'm so excited. Let me just I cannot hide it. Oh, no. I'm smelling I know. it right now, folks. Oh, my God. It has like a... Uh-huh. It has I mean, like a, a humidor smell to it. This sauce oh, is absolutely... I mean, this would be a Oh, huge it could be on it because it's on a, a, a wood spoon, yeah. but still. What do we do? All right. Well, cheers, but you can't hear the clink. One, two, three, go! Here we go. Oh, my God. That is... That is that is smooth. That is flavorful. That is yummy. That is not hot. I mean, it's not. It's hot, but it's not like. It's not spicy. It's not like burning your face. Can you it taste? Can you flavor. taste that sort of almost flavored cigar at the tail end of that? It does. It does. It, it, I have. I have a. It's got a mild fermentation on it, just a little bit, not crazy, just just a little bit, not enough to take over the fresh pepper flavor. 
Okay, I can feel my well, legs. Because you, uh, I can you, feel you my legs. You put, We're good. You put a little ghost in it? Um, it's got a little bit of uh, scorpion pepper. Scorpion, okay. And a little yeah, bit of um, scotch bonnet. Okay. Like, the chocolate scotch bonnet. Every yeah. taste is oh like Something about the chocolate with the cigar. Dude. Guys, I can feel my legs. We're good. We're good. That I, is, that is, and again, I, this this falls in line with every other uh, sauce that you will get from Gindo. And it, that is, that is, it's enough where you can pour it on your tacos and, and, and pour it on your flatbread. And it's not like, oh, let's just put a little dab because it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt you. No, it's, it's, a, it's almost a condiment. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it's a it's a it's a new ketchup. It's we a new hot, want to call it's it mustard. It's a new. Maybe we should hear from the Oliver Twist, the orphan of this, which is I. Um, okay, so when I'm like feeling it on my tongue, it still is like radiating. Ba bum ba bum ba bum. As far as like heat. Yeah, but it's not, not killing me. No. Like I said, I can feel my legs, and most of my fingers. But I'll tell you what, it is tasty. Good lord, it is actually a very Good, flavorful copulation. Whatever you put in that bottle. Picture yeah. a burrito with that poured on top of that. Oh, oh exactly. I would. Okay, you don't toss that on a taco or oh, like a yeah. Fernando Street Kitchen taco. No, all that. Oh, or, whatever I, or whatever I stalk and kill in my backyard. For sure. I dare say <laughs> that might actually help cleanse your palate after that malort. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's out on that. I'm loaded up. These guys don't get it right. So I got uh, a couple. <laughs> I'm not liking my chances. Oh my god, you guys are terrible, and I love you. So I got Hello. I got one more Gindo question before we get into some sure. New Jersey questions. Okay. Real quick before, oh. and then we get to our hot sauce. And uh, our sports questions. Our last hot sauce. I'm gonna have some sports questions too. We cannot. Will Gindo? Uh, what what Gindos uh, be at any upcoming events, festivals? Uh, where are you at with that? Do I need to? Turn the mic to uh, to Mary. You might, because I All just right. kind of go where she's. So me. Gindos will be at. Oh, she's ready. <laughs> oh my God. Gindos we have quite a few. We'll yeah. be at all of our weekly farmers markets, including Batavia, Woodstock, oh. Wheaton, oh. Geneva, Oswego, the Dole, and Crystal Lake. But then we have all these fun festivals like Lamb's Farm this weekend. Oh yeah, okay. Lamb's Farm Summerfest this weekend. Summerfest in Tomorrow. Elgin. Up north, yeah. Uh, Gourmet Expo in Schaumburg. Um, but then I have a hot sauce up, festival coming up. Yeah, coming up. He's going to be at the Ohio Fiery Foods Expo in Columbus the last weekend of August. Ooh, can I come? You can, except that it's your daughter's first birthday. Ah, oh, fine. Never mind. mind. <laughs> what is that again? No. You could go for one day. <laughs> what is that again? No, okay. I don't know that you'd win last Father of the Year. Of August. Yeah. Can't but you might it. win Fan of the Year. Oh, oh dear. We'll go back. It's not about me. Another like, keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. We also have keep Garlic going. Fest the third weekend of August. And Our Midwestern we have, Garlic Festival is fun up in Galena. And that's that the day. only the only festival that you will find us at where Gindo makes his garlic gindo. Yeah. Oh. He actually makes food at this event. So this year we're partnering up with Chuck's Flatbread. I'm going to take his flatbreads with a little mascarpone cheese, roasted garlic. Awesome. My original fresh and spicy mighty greens. Say ridiculous uh, in the good way. Mighty greens, um, greens on top. So have we have we all tried the Garrison's yet? Okay, okay let's work. go with that. You didn't mention that. So this is the Garrison's transition. Yeah, we did transition because we can, but we have we a, kind of because we have a, a studio audience and they also drank our bottle. So we're gonna go with a Completely. new bottle. This is the Garrison Brothers Single Barrel, and this is absolutely. 
Uh, I, I, you know what? I don't, I don't think I've had the single barrel. I've had the small batch. I've had the Guadalupe. I've had the Almore. I've had the Cowboy. What is the MR, MRSPV on this? I bought it for about 78 bucks. Oh, rarefied oh air. God. Real good, though. Mm. It's worth it. Wow. So I'm looking at the and there's no disappointment. barrel, December 2018. Look at the back. Look at the side. It is handwritten. When it was hand, when it was bottled, when it was distilled, the barrel number, the bottle number, like it is a hundred percent. Here, you can help yourself. So I mean, I remember, whiskey. remember that Matt a few months ago. Matt and I were in town in Batavia, and he was sitting outside taking the sun in because he, he's a big sun fan. And I uh, said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, treat him to something. Remember that when we finished the that Garrison bottle? Garrison Brother Cowboy. Oh my gosh. Cowboy at Wilson Street Tavern. He, yes. I got yes. the the badge. He got the badge. He literally it. has the badge. I don't know where I put it. Oh, I put it's it. Right it there. I put it around the decanter yeah. over there. Yeah. It kind of looks like at the end of Star mm-hmm. Wars when Princess Leia was giving Luke and Han those medals. Eerily similar. Yeah. So you yeah. know, I got four questions for you. Jersey questions. Shit. Before we get to our last and final hot sauce challenge. Before we move on, I have to say, this is really something else. This Isn't is, it good? Oh, like it? my yeah. God. That is really nice. That is, that, I have, so, <clears throat> long story short, my, my father-in-law is a member of the old 300 and, and Garrison Brothers, and they go down there, they they help uh, wax, dip the bottles they go, and they handwrite the bottle, like, they, they help with all that, and, uh, it is just a phenomenal product. They grow their own uh, everything uh, oh, from yeah. their their own uh, uh, multi barley, the, the barley. Yeah, every yeah. everything is on premise. It, it is just a phenomenal facility. Um, so on to some four Jersey questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jersey questions. Yes. Yeah. Jersey. Jersey. Hobbit. You don't say coffee. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You say Jersey. What celebrity is not oh. from New Jersey? Mm-mm. Shaquille O'Neal. Bradley Cooper, Joe Pesci, or Billy Joel? Joe Pesci. It's going to be, what do you think? I'll, I'll back it if you want to. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I think, I feel like I read that Shaquille O'Neal was adopted into New Jersey one time, so it's not him. Oh, well, he was on a lot of live army sites. I mean, he, he his dad was military, but go ahead. I, I want to say that Cooper doesn't have the accent, but but he's an actor. He's an actor. I'm gonna go with Joe Pesci just because it's such a hard outside. Yeah, the box yeah. Let's go with that. Bradley Cooper is not from New Jersey. Really? See, he would have been my easy guess, but I just thought it was too easy. So you're trying to say that Shaquille O'Neal was born and raised in? Yeah. I read that. He's from Jersey. So that's where that. he like. New Jersey Hospital. I also read, I feel like Whatever you guys have in New Jersey. Too. He was born in a New Jersey hospital. Like, I was born in Hackensack. Hackensack? Hackensack. Hackensack. <laughs> Not shocked. No, no. Hackensack, yeah. New Jersey. That's where I was born. And you know, I was born in Cape May. Yeah, I know you were born in Cape May. In what city was the first ever baseball game played? Menlo Park, Trenton, Hoboken, or Jackson? Hmm. Can you repeat the question? In what city was the first ever baseball game as we know it 
played? Menlo Park, Trenton, Hoboken, or Jackson? And Trenton's the capital, right? Wow. Yeah. Yes, it is. I know all the capitals, by the way. If you ask, I'm going to go with Hoboken. Alabama. Hoboken is right. Damn! Come on. I'm not doing my Lord. I mean, wait a minute. Wait. wait. I have to do my Lord. I know. And here, I know the answer to this one, but it's not probably the right answer. But is it Taylor Ham or Pork Roll? (gasps) Taylor Swift. Pork Roll. God damn! I hate you. Anyway, moving on. The term Benny derives from tourists that are not from the shore, who come between Memorial Day and Labor Day and are known as locals of the shore to be rude and loud. Shoobies. Shoobies, yes. Ooh, that's very interesting. And you know what? We'll we'll, we'll segue into that for a second. It's very interesting. New Jersey folks, somebody else's. The Bennies Bennies derived from what city? What was the, what what built that acronym? What cities? The Bennies? Like what's what specific? Yeah, what what cities built that acronym to have people call them Bennies? Oh, so you're trying to say some cities where people are coming in in New Jersey? Mm-hmm. It's and so funny because he said Shubies, and there that was a question I had written down, and I erased it because I'm like, eh, maybe that's too much. But Bennies, do you have, did you have Bennies? You no, had, we call you, them Shubies. You had Shubies. So Shubies, correct me if I'm wrong were uh, folks back in the day, they would take the train down, but the train uh, supplied a lunch, which essentially came in a shoebox. So they uh, originally were called shoebies. Uh, but at no. this point, they're known as people who walk along the beach with shoes on mm-hmm. and sneakers. No, that's the socias and the and, greasers. And so they call them shoebies. <laughs> is, that, is that somewhat accurate? Yeah, you know, I don't... All I know is you were, the shoebie thing doesn't sound that derogative. Yeah. But if you were using that term, you were usually pretty angry at somebody. Yeah. They cut you off in traffic, or they were, yeah. you know, and you were like, <clears throat> shooby. So when I would go down to the shore, when I lived in Jersey, I would go down to Point Pleasant. Yeah. I, I, I went to Seaside, Wildwood, uh, uh, sometimes. Yep. To have fun, but that was like one of the firemen's conventions, stuff like that, I was part of the fire department, and it was, it was a different time for me. But the, the Benny portion was people who would just come in and they, like you knew they weren't from the area. They would just be loud and obnoxious. Like the Jersey Shore essentially was That's like a bunch of Bennies. That's the reason I don't like the show. Is right. These guys aren't from the shore. So to answer that question, they came from trains that used to drive uh, from their towns to the down to shore. And it was Bayonne, Elizabeth, Newark, and New York. And I mean, that's I where that. I didn't know if that was the question. And then not only was the the train uh, uh, the trains uh, made that acronym, but then they would start flashing hundred dollar bills and stuff like that. And it was like, oh, you know, there's a bunch of Bennies. Gotcha. And so Looking if you mistake. go down to shore, you'd see Benny go home. Okay. Benny go home. My my buddy who lives down to shore, he has a flag hanging out front of his house. Yeah. Who it's an American flag, <laughs> and right underneath it is a Benny go home flag. And it's just like, we don't, we appreciate it. We appreciate you, that you came and, and tried to hang, but you just go. Now, home. does this happen to you now? When I go back there, I feel like I'm the shoebie. Yeah, but not really. Because are I you mean, going to be that loud, obnoxious guy who goes into the to the, the boardwalk and starts dropping $100 bills and, like, you know, doing Jaeger bombs and fist bumping and doing the whole, like, you know... And exactly thing. what's wrong no, with that? No, you're, you're, you're still going to act again? like a local, right? You're going to be like, I know what I, mean, I should be. you try to, but <laughs> as a person who used to be a local, I can tell the look that they're giving me, and I used to give that look. 
and I know that I'm no longer on the we're on the same team. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So the I now I feel so, like yeah, I I know the look that I get. I know the the way they're looking gosh. at me, and it almost makes me not have as good of a time. I almost wish I didn't know. Yeah. Because I'm not there to care. I don't really care yeah. that they don't that they think I'm shooting at the Shooby. end of the day. It's I don't so really funny. Care. I wish I we that. just in, I wish we just would enjoy each other's company and our diversity. And you're trying to tell me. No. Kind of. New Jersey. Well, I'm trying to. So here's the thing, right? As conflict. Someone, you may or conflict. may not have grown up in a town like this, but if you can imagine yeah. Cape May, where I grew up. We grew up. Where people wave with just yeah. one finger instead of all five. We put locks on our locks because they still steal their bikes. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah well, we go from, it's a small town to, from 5,000 people where everyone knows everybody to now it's 5 million. Yeah, and you just getting to the corner is hard. And even though these are the people that sustain your economy, yeah. they don't really quite understand the culture or the vibe. And so you're now a slave to the way they yeah, act. Yeah, the world actually, I mean, the thing about it is, you know, I hate to say it, we don't get too political. We try not to, at least. Uh, but, you know, as time goes by, I mean, people are on high alert, high anxiety, Yeah, as it is. Know it's true or not, but the biggest fear in the world is this the fear of crime. The fear of being offended is what it comes down to. I mean, as it stands. It may or may not happen, but the environment you're in, it dictates that. When I'm listening to you guys, you're talking about an environment where like when you just said it, a guy looks this way to me. I know that. Well it was a it hard was... look, I call it. They give me a hard look, okay, out of nowhere. We have a problem. I don't know what the problem is, but I'm I'm stepping in the like, plate. I mean, I can tell you when you're in down yeah. Point Pleasant or you're down at Seaside and you see somebody run a stop sign and they're 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 you know they're they're bumping music and you look at the license plate and it says New York and you're the locals will immediately go, fucking Benny. Like yeah. that is that is it. That 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 is not a it's it's a term. And that's where it say, stays. Like, that's fine. And but it the but it doesn't are, escalate. Right. It, it is a, a term that are used to say like just go home. Like we don't. We don't want you. We don't want you here. So anyway. I mean, it's it's kind of an interesting. Thing. My son, he's in his twenties. He's twenty, and we're on the roadway and we're driving along, and he's like, "Ah, that cow's a you know bleep bleep bleep," and I'm like, "Go, let him drive. That's his problem." Well, it's like okay. when we're when we're, when we're driving around on let the tollway here, road rage up the street, and somebody cuts you off and, and it has an Iowa plate or a Wisconsin yeah. plate, and you're like, "Ugh, yeah, freaking Wisconsin." Oh yeah, you compartmentalize. Yeah, but I mean, don't engage. Yeah, there's no point. Anyway, you know, go let's ahead. get to our next hot sauce. Uh, five and six. Are all your questions exhausted? We ha- yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. What about the question about why you're from Jersey and you're a Dallas fan? Oh, that wasn't on. Oh, yeah. No, no. Well, yeah. he's an yeah. Eagles fan, and I understand that. That makes sense. I don't know why you deflect the that that together. I'm a Steeler fan. So this is a five. Oh, we're going to back him in the corner? Like Can I give a... you a tip and some collab? This one? Shh. No. Last, last two are collabs. For the record, this is Candace, and she is. You go first. Influencing. You go first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him go first. I'll check the my board. It's 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 orange. That gun's loaded, it's, girl. It's, it's it's orange-ish in color. So it was Thanksgiving Day Ooh, the golly. day you decided to become a Dallas Cowboys fan. Is that what happened? Ooh. <laughs> oh, you're rearing up. It's America's team. Shut up. Mistake. I didn't mean to shut up, but yeah, shut up. Well, I know what you mean. You're so mm. you're so sensitive. Season hasn't started yet. We're still, we're still waiting for the mess to win the World Series this year. So just let's just go with that. I pray you get one right, you guys. You guys are the ones. You guys are the chosen. Are no uh, collaboration. I feel like that's really good. It is. I mean, it's all good, but 
Jesus. Did so you make different. this? At this That's point, guys, I feel like Ian McGregor you know looking at Hayden, Hayden Christensen. You were the chosen one. And Matt, and you have burned. not tried this one yet. I have not tried this one? this one? Oh, so this is like a... Guys, guys, stop. Stop babying these two. They better get it right. So I can't get it right because I haven't tried it yet. I can only guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this the Haunted Habanero? Uh-uh. Jesus, Joseph and Mary. God! <laughs> Not the Haunted Habanero. All right. Well, I'm wrong. I'll be like saying, hey, hey, Ron, here? Hey, Ron. Yeah. Can I get, hey, Jack Quinn. Can I get another spin? Balake. Yeah. Balake here? Uh-huh. I feel God. like I'm at an Skin extreme disadvantage more. smoking a cigar. Oh, cigar. God. You are for sure. 100%. We got one question... We have one question. While you do that, we have one question from the audience. Yes. Another one. Yes. Another one. It's probably going to end the show. It's not going to end the show. <laughs> Promise me. Do you like these cigars? Man, that's such a good sauce. You have come off. And see why you're not going to let that go. Go on. You're, you've come off probably one of the more humble people that I've ever met for being doing what you've done. If you have a slightest bit of advice, what would you give to somebody in your shoes who may be your competitor? Oh. You know, I mean, it, it, it's a tough one, and it may take a second, but I mean, like, well, there, I mean, there are people in your shoes 20 years, you're younger, you know, that are just have that dream and are on the West Coast. And they want to do that. What advice would you give that person? I would say, if you're in this to make money, this is not right. this is not the right thing for you. You have to love okay. it and do it. it. If you truly love it, right, do it. Okay. But you have to. It's not. There's no financial gain in this. I know you see it on all these shelves. I know you see. Right what you think to be success and I do feel like I have a lot of it but it's not a financial success it is a Hard it's a love and passion for what right. we do and so I see them every day these days especially there's so right. many people that want to go oh well, this is easy he's doing it why no, can't I do it easy. there you go it's not yeah. I've been doing it for no, I, it, yeah, most 14 years and we're just right. now right. starting to like really feel like it's a business and it's so those ones that have that passion that if you passion. have that passion, and by all means, if this is your this, thing, these, you can't these, live these without it. These may be people that are your competitors, mm-hmm. and you're just saying keep. No doubt. If if you want to get rich right now, don't do it. I worked three jobs for six years. Wow. Just there, to, that's and then did farmers markets and special events on weekends. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and then now still three jobs. That it's my only job. I work fourteen hours a day. Right. Every day, Matt calls me, invites me to things. I can't go to him. I'm always working. It is what it is, and I love doing. it. I love what I'm doing. I right. really do but love you have it. Because those hours, is you, they end up with. God, it's not really work. I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know, it's like well, I love what I do, but it is work. If you love what you're doing, you never work a day That's in your life. Said, There's yeah. always been that adage, but it does add testament to what you're saying. No doubt. You know, okay. great question. Yeah. Great question. All right. Man. Okay. Cool. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, yeah. He's wearing the asshole t-shirt. He's got the best question. I've got, got the best questions. Question. Yeah, no, he does that too. It's yeah. kind of shame here. Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club. I'm part of the Hellfire yeah. Club. This We're probably going to switch is... shirts tonight. Yeah. I don't know. 
don't know so, how this is going to get uh, Folks, uh, we're, we're still working on number uh, five. What is your number five? Your wife's favorite. It's, just, it's my wife's favorite. Oh, you. This wow. is tipping the one hand. Of, one of her favorites. I can't answer it because I have I, oh, never God. had it. I apparently never had it. It's under protest, this whole thing. I'm glad we're not on like the newlywed game or something. A collaboration with someone that Matt have done a podcast with. Shut the front door. Now I know it. Now I know it. Yeah, I know it. Give me back my cigar. I know it too. Oh, do I keep stealing your cigar? You keep doing it. I'm sorry, but it looks so good. I know, that's <laughs> the point. No. Hey, it's not your fault. It is not your fault. This, uh, this... And you're not the first. Wow, but you know okay. What? Is that what that is? Yeah, I... He wants to steal my cigar. It's the brother chip white peach. No. What? Yeah, Yeah, white peach. Is it white peach? Yep. Okay. I thought it was Oktoberfest. Okay. Steve Steve would be happy. Yeah. So regardless. So we had Steve on uh, a couple episodes ago. I could uh, say it aged well too, didn't it? Like it almost tastes better now. Just opened it. Oh, you did. Okay. It's been sitting in our uh, hot sauce cellar. Got to. Last one, the most important one. At number. Do I need to try it, or do I know it right away? You better know. If you don't, then you're in the fucking podcast. Here we go. Oh. You know what? I'm tired of your suggestiveness. I can tell by the red. I know what's going on here. Oh, I know what that is. That's gardening. That's gardening. That's beautiful. That's yummy. That is something that... That is what we're going with this. I feel like uh, holds dear to my heart. That's what I get. That's what I get. Do I to pick the year? No. Ooh, that has, I can tell, potentially. Golly. Gosh, I mean, is golly. this the year? Ghost, Ghost, Scorpion, Scotch Bonnet. Well, it's about time you said it all night. It's yeah, but we made it twice, so I was, like, I was wondering yeah. which version is this. Yeah, is this the most say, recent? If you were we don't you won't. We have one bottle left of the of year oh, one. Well, you had a T-ball or hit yeah. a pitch in the dirt once. If you were going to get any sauce right, I love <laughs> it. It's like Yeah. Street. <laughs> and only you. Ladies and gentlemen, number six is the Houston Street hot sauce. <laughs> Even though you said it eight times tonight. I was worried God. that it didn't come out as good this year as it did the year before. Peg so fit the wrong and hole. I just tried it right now, and I'm very, very, very happy with it. The, the, I, I will say that the second year of Houston Street was, it still had that, like, gardeny, like, garden flavor. Like, you, you smell it, you're like, oh, wow, it smells like someone's garden. Like, yep. it, it sounds really weird to say it like that, but it, it is totally true. Very arboreal. And it has, the, the first year was uh, a lot of uh, jalapeno, a lot of uh, habanero, and a, a sprinkle of ghost. Last year was a, a little bit more Trinidad Scorpion, a little bit more ghost, and so it had a little more spice to it. But I think it still had that, that gardeny but what's nice flavor about it. it is I feel like those other peppers are adding flavor notes yes. to it that give it like a complexity. Yeah. Even though it's a smooth, super even easy to take. I mean, that's a very versatile. You could put that sauce on anything. I, I will say that that is my favorite sauce for breakfast. Did you guys get them on both it. right or no? Yes, both are right. Both yep. are right. Well, both are right. Take a shot. But, but can they make like, it? Shot. I agree take with you that they were shot. given with things. Oh we had a lot yeah. of hints. Yeah. I mean, wait, didn't we get those wrong? Half, the last one they got on their own. You can do it. I thought we were like doing an episode of Blues Clues. 
Jesus, Joseph. And you can Mary. you can trade your shot of Malor to a shot of the uh, of the Jepson's bourbon instead. Can we just say Peter Paul and Mary? Like Jepson's bourbon. But that is Paul and Mary. that is, uh, folks. Uh, it, they it still makes an appearance here and there on uh, some of the, the, the farmer's markets. Uh, I've seen it uh, recently, and uh, we will be coming out with the third annual uh, Houston Street Hot Sauce. I don't know what's going on on this particular shed. While, while Ken uh, swallows his last shot of Malort. Yeah, it is the... Uh, folks, said it's like keeping oh, track at home. Uh, Tony said he'll split it with you if you want. I mean, fuck it. Have you ever had it? You've been a trooper. Tony, have you ever had Malort? Tony, no. Oh, we never had it. No, but I got Malort. You're gonna have half of what you're about to have. No, what I'm gonna give you is this: Can we have a sterile cup? I will get. Yep. Two seconds. So while we get a sterile cup, and we're gonna sample it anyway, folks, check out Gindo's Hot Sauce on YouTube and see the spotlight of events and collaborations that they do, as well as a a video series that they call Cooking with Hot. Oh, Cooking with Gindo's. It's awesome. You can see uh, them cooking, <coughs> how they uh, use their sauces. It's it's phenomenal. This is where uh, you can find recipes, techniques, and and how to incorporate various sauces into different foods that that will elevate uh, your flavors but is and bring it to a next time. level. Uh, Gindos can be found at uh, 2002 West Main Street, Sweet Pea. Sweet pea, remember that. Get out of here. It's not even, I'm not, I'm not joking. It's around the corner of Randall and 64 in St. Charles. In St. Charles, Illinois. Or find them at gindos.com. That's G-I-N-D-O-S.com. And use the menu feature, Find Gindos, to locate a retail store or restaurant near you that might have it. So uh, feel free. Uh, that is where you can find it. And trust me, I highly suggest it. And if you're in the area, check them, check them out at the farmers market. Uh, the mar- the, you can try and uh, you go up to them and you say, "Hey, I see that on the shelf, or I see that. On- can I try that?" They will give you a spoon and and please do me a favor, try it. Guys, tonight there's a lot of moving parts, and I think we love it. Um, anyway, I'm about ready to go ahead. You guys had it loaded up. The last shot of my lord. Uh, one of our studio audience participants who's never even... I'm going to hand the mic over to Tony, which is the studio audience uh, participant and, and is my brother-in-law, and I love him to death, and he's going to try Malort for the first time. Woo! Folks, so what we're doing is this. I'm not giving him a full shot. I'm basically giving him, from the eye test... Uh, no, I want you to try it first to get yourself no, into there's it. there's no trying it. No, you need to. And then I'll split you it with you. Think I want, you think I no. want this shit What I want you to do is this. I want your right? experience. You never had it before, correct? Agreed. Okay, so. Never. We want to watch. <laughs> you got Gendo's looking at me like. He's like, hey, you're hey, you're like your first shot of a lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not even a shot. Hey, and you know what? Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Guys, this has really, been really fun. Yeah. All right. So go Should ahead, Tony. Tony, wait. Here we go. Uh, uh, it's not John Wade. He's Tony Wade. doesn't care. So, I want you to go ahead and... So what do you think? <laughs> I didn't throw up. Well, I know because it was like... No, what? Why didn't I throw up? That's a corona. I want you to. I want to go through. The, oh, 
Go uh, for it. And now, all of a sudden. Okay, all right. Wow. Go. It's go. worth, like. First time drinker, folks. Wow. What do you think? What do you it's think? the aftertaste that gets you. Really bad. Yeah, I know. Like, that yeah. is awful. Yes, it won't go away, will it? It will not go away. Okay. Okay, Gendo's does not have Malort's in it. No, no, I can honestly tell you that I have never thought that I could make a Malort hot sauce taste good. Have you tried Malort? If you do, you're a freaking mm-hmm. magician. It, have you tried it? Yes. Yeah. Malort? No, Wait, have I tried Lord? to make hot sauce with Malort? No. Okay. Why would you? Yeah. You want I, to stay in business. All right, friend. That's for you. Well, and I'll I finish totally this. Like, I believe there's a market best, for it. You're, you're, like, why would I do this again? There we go, folks. Yeah, exactly. Like, is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what is yeah. it? Why would I subject myself to that? Can't believe it. Tony, you are so I'm correct. I'm going to because you've been a trooper. So, Tony, you are so smart. No, 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 I'm a lot of things. Smart is not one of them, however. Debatable. It's definitely debatable. However, I'm going to do this because I've watched, I've witnessed you take quite a few of them. So, in honor of Ken being a good trooper, and this is the only reason that I'm doing <laughs> it, is because Ken was a good trooper. And folks, we will. I will finish off the back end of this. I think it's pretty fair. It's a half a shot. You did a half. I'll do a half. Oh, I did like two halves. No, you didn't. Really look at the bottle. Yeah, like Who wants to trade? You, you don't want to trade with hey, me. You do here. not. Look here. Ken has been a trooper. Yeah. Ken I'm, has been a trooper. And I'm just getting started. No. No, I don't need your help. Oh, shit fire. Get going. Get over with. That is god awful. Like that is bad. Okay. Dude, we're my lord. We're my lord brothers uh, now. We are definitely. Yeah, I, no I, shit. I got a. We are my lord brothers. I, I'm cutting a shaft right through my hand. I'm not going to. But okay. like, when you do it, yeah. Like, okay. Well, you know. Yeah, like we we're still my lord brothers. <laughs> yeah, we did this together. Yeah, it's. Documented, yeah, you know, Matt. It's chronicled. So, here's the thing. Thank All you, right. All right. thank you, Tony. Oh, thank you for your journey, <laughs> Tony. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just just here's the thing. There's no more folks. Jepson had came out with a, uh, a bourbon, they did, and the did. bourbon's actually not awful. Uh, you, you, you. I think they have a bad rap because of the Malort, but uh, the, the, the bourbon... A little backstory when it comes to Malort. A 1934 Swedish yeah. liqueur. My dad drank it years ago. Before it gained popularity with the millennials, dare I say. Yeah. It's more of a... Uh, I don't know, guys. I think it was a Jack Daniels of the 80s, number seven, or even Southern Comfort. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, as we uh, near this, yeah, we are way. We are uh, a label. Fifty minutes past our usual. That's fun. It's been so fun. It's fun. I don't, who cares? Quality. Who cares? Not me. Uh, Not me. I mean, I might tomorrow morning at four a.m. Let's go around the table and rate the cigar real quick. Uh, we do a, a one to ten uh, scale. Uh, you know, figure figure skating rule. You could do a you know seven point five or whatever. Sukahara. Yeah. Yeah, the Kintsugi, let's go with that. The cigar, Ken? Let's go with, uh, with me and you. Kintsugi. Kintsugi, cigar. 
Do I fire it off? I am lit. I mean, the flavor now is really better at this point. It's kind of weird because our cigar aficionados normally the first third of cigars are make the decision. Really? In, yeah, inherently. Because when it comes lower, a lot there's a concentration of the tar and a host of other things that still remain. And it gets hot. But for some reason, it's tasting better to me now. So maybe I like more of an intense cigar. Well, you had a lot of hot cigars. It's true. Yeah. If, if And that is completely fine. So a cigar is broken down into thirds. You have a first third, a second third, and a third, and a final third. And there are times yeah. where I yeah. will I will reach a cigar where it's mild at first. Like this one. This one was super mild at first. It was almost like you almost had to pull on it, yeah. draw on it to get a, a, a good draw on it. And we did a straight cut. Uh, I think everybody here did a straight cut except for my wife did a, a V cut. I did um, tape. We built the taper cut. It's a taper yeah. straight cut. It's a, the tabletop cut that I have. Uh, and uh, I, I honestly think that this I'm thing. I'm going to give it back to you. This opened up on I'm gonna the. Really, I'm not going to give an M. I, I, I'm going to pass it. I, we get a pass. I'm going to hand it back to you. I, I, I feel like this cigar really opened up halfway through. Halfway through, uh, Interesting you point. started to get the, the, the flavors where I had a uh, Alec Bradley uh, black market. Just a basic Full black market. Full disclosure, Alec Bradley fan. I am. I am. I, am, I, I have not had a uh, cigar from Alec Bradley or Alec and Bradley, which is, uh, this is, so, so this comes from Alec and Bradley. Yes. And folks, if you don't know, and, and Gendo, if you don't know. Uh, Alec Bradley was a company who who was formed by Alan Rubin. He had two sons, Alec and Bradley, and so he had a, a cigar company, and he named it after his sons, Alec Bradley. So Alec Bradley does the uh, the black markets, the you know, the, 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 all, all, a whole bunch of different cigars. Um, Alec and Bradley are now getting older in age, and they're like, well, let's let's stem away from, you know, dad's company. Let's but still be a part of it. So theoretically, this is still a part of the Alec Bradley brand, but it's it's named after Alec and Bradley. This is a part of their creation. This is their blend. This is their creation. And they're all uh, creation. Not to but they yeah. had to be in on this particular yep. move for this market yep. with this particular So this Alec blend. and Bradley had came out with the, the Blind Faith. They came out with, the, I believe, the Gatekeeper. They came out with the Kintsugi, which is, I yeah, think, their Kintsugi third. Right this now. is the third one that they came out with. The Kitsugi was a commitment. From and the uh, the, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I feel like if I were to say this had uh, flavors uh, mm-hmm. it, it, a bit spicy, and it's really hard to say that it was spicy because we had hot sauce along uh, along with it, but uh, it was very good. Uh, the draw, uh, I, I wouldn't say excellent. I would say it was good. I, w- I would call it a 8.8. You're close to a nine. That's where I find air, my friend. Eight point eight. I'm. I'm asking you. Is your internal yeah. bias for Alec Bradley? Because I look at this. I look at this like this. If if I were to That's give a high. guy who doesn't smoke cigars often, <clears throat> yeah, but he knows it's not sauce. He doesn't. But it's it's flavorful. It's a a unique flavor. Uh, they they went along with. They didn't go with strength. They went with flavor. And this cigar had uh, just a weird, not weird, unique flavor. 
that you don't normally get, right? So normally you would get like a, a leathery, you'd get a, a tobacco, sure. you get, sure. you know, uh, maybe a nutty uh, flavor cool. off of the cigar. They went with more of like a, like 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 you said, a raisiny type of... Almost like the peel of a citrus fruit. Like a, right. right. They, like they, they, they were able to uniquely build this cigar and blend it to the point where it, it, it didn't taste like your normal ma and your, your father's cigar, if you would. So I, I would say 8.8. 8.8, okay. Back to me. Deep thinker, as you know, that I tend to be. I was intrigued by, you know, how they put it together and they went ahead and said, this is a, you know, we're trying to, an artisan attempt. Yeah. Breaking something down and putting it back together. And the testament to that is how they went ahead and combined. You know, we didn't go Puro. We didn't go straight Honduran. Yeah. We didn't go straight Nicaraguan. They combined those, and they did their best attempt to do that. And I'm interested that you went 8.8, .8, which I think is rarefied error in what we go with things. I am not influenced by you one at all. 8.5. 8.5, and that's high for me. You're looking at less than $8 a cigar. You're looking at an MSRP yeah. that's less than 8 Let's go ahead and quantify that. I mean, we're talking about that. We're talking <clears> about a cigar, completely affordable. Uh, if you went ahead and pulled a couple of those together, want to impress somebody who come in, we always say, uh, my my fraternity guys, I haven't seen in a while, grab the, uh, grab the fistful of those. Well, that's, that's why I... Golf no, it is eight in the eights for us is a cigar that is impressive and we won't forget and we'll tell other people to do it as well absolutely what about you sir Gendo. Um, well i'll be honest so here's where i'm at with this i probably only had in full disclosure maybe maybe 30 cigars my whole life not really a cigar guy but you end up in situations bachelor parties sure backyard vacation sure. someone really give a thought yeah. no not really but you know i have one and it's about the experience nine out of ten times and that being said, I've had a great time here. It was a great experience for mm -hmm. me. That does add to it. I could see myself, I'm getting ready to go to a wedding here this winter. I could see myself bringing these cigars okay. and busting them out with a, with a couple guys. That's that qualitative know. thing without a number. That's the qualitative part. Go right, on, and sorry. saying, listen, these are approachable cigars. I know it's good. It's yeah. not going to break my bank. I could show up with these cigars, and I think we're going to have a good time. I know they're approachable. They're not going to be super, yeah. like intense flavor profiles or anything intense, anyone yeah. can, we could all sit around on like whatever to, uh, it's a vacation we're going to like the st thomas yeah i can see myself sitting out and this like overlooking Jealous the ocean yeah pretty awesome right and then but to me so all that being said i don't want to go too far into it i was gonna give it i didn't realize we were doing like 8.670 so my I mean, initial thoughts were give it an 8 out of 10 only because yeah i get it only because i don't i haven't had a lot of cigars yeah and I don't know. I'm sure there's better. I want to leave room for improvement. There is. But definitely one of the better cigars. I'm I welcome seen. to come back and work on that. Well, Ken's Ken thing is if you give it a 10, then you have to give it 11. Yeah. It doesn't make Which, sense. That's what I'm saying. I always want well, to leave room. Well, if you give it a 10, we are fighting in the octagon. Right. I, I never want to give my hot sauces a 10. I always want to make sure there's room to yeah, come Yeah, because, you know, perfection is, you know, that's basically food of the gods. It's ambrosia. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to stick with my final answer. Well, because I'm not breaking them down in the points. 8.0. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. And just because I know you guys are going to be it back one day. with does fit the criteria. It does actually awesome. fit the criteria. So, folks, as we take the bands off, I'm down to a nub, and so is this episode. 
We still have our whiskey to talk about. Um, yeah, I mean, we have the, the Garrison Brothers uh, single barrel that we're sipping on, and we're going to probably sip on it for a little bit longer. But prior to that, uh, can, I rate, can I rate this Garrison Brothers? Yeah. I'm going to give this a solid 8.5 to 9. 8.5 to 8.9. Really now, great. Been up since 4.30 in the morning. Been enjoying cigars, eating hot sauce. My palate might not be 100% there. But um, it's right now, it's 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 up there. Uh, the so what what so uh, th that's the garrison, and I honestly I would say I'm with you, eight point nine. Yeah, it's it's good. It's real good. Eight point nine. You're almost at nine. Yeah, I'm saying it's it's that good. You're saying that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've had better, but I can't remember it. <laughs> okay, I will go with because obviously we have two distinctions to make. Our first brown liquor. Yeah, yeah. So we have to go back to the the, the Long Branch that we sipped originally. Yeah. No. Okay. And for mine, I'm gonna write that was actually an eight point two for me. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I will. I will. Yep. Because we have an opportunity to bounce off two Dead on. two liquors head to head. That was an eight point two. This one right here, the Garrison Brothers. 8.8. Yeah. 8.8. I it is yeah. Uh no question. I look as we were like I'm looking at the whole I hear my wife, there. she's like smooth, calmly. Oh. Uh it yeah, is that's it. I think it met the mark it was intended to do. So 8.2, 8.8. Here we go. And I have to agree, honestly, because yeah. what's great about it is it was perfect to go into from the first one we had. Right. Yeah. So, but it's it like almost so like the wedding of Canaan. It was a crazy leap. It's it was like, a nice hey, they next said, hey, at the end of it, like you gave us the better wine at the end of it. Yep. Yep. And I'm glad we didn't switch it the other way. Like I feel like yeah. it, it would have taken away from the first one we had had we started with this one. The fact that we started with that one and went to this was incredible the right insight. Yeah. Incredible insight. He's right. Well, folks, as we take the bands off and we burn through the last third, we're I'm down to a nub. I actually am done. Uh, <laughs> my fingers were burning. Um, tells me this episode is down to an up. Gindos, uh, thank, thank you again for, for spending time with us at the shed here. Thank you for having me here. This has been great. I appreciate you taking the time. Dude, I, I also can't thank you enough for uh, making this uh, awesome, amazing creation that you created for us. Uh, that is... I'm real happy with that sauce. I funky hope you too. and phenomenal at the same time. Yeah. Uh, folks, I did not know how a hot sauce concept would fit into the Cigar Social. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, my God. It actually fit better. A uh, glove that was, like, tailored yeah. for the hand. It was it's amazing. wielding. Anyway. Can I just say next time? Please. Next time, we need to do all bourbon or whiskey-infused sauces. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Bourbon and with those hot sauces. The first we will have Gindo back on again. And uh, we, we will do bourbon or yeah, bourbon-infused hot sauce. Uh, folks, remember, uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, turn on notifications. Don't miss an episode. Uh, until the next time we put smoke in the air, stay safe, stay smoky, and folks, stay classy. And so, folks, Until we see the next time at you, uh, we see you at the Cigar Social. Did you kill us yet? No, go for okay. it. Okay, as always. Uh, what a great ensemble. We had an opportunity to meet a lot of great people and a great opportunity to try things we haven't had. Uh, 
I don't know what to tell you, Matt. I mean, this is one of those things I think that maybe me and you endeavored to think this could happen. Mm-hmm. We enjoy what we're doing, and we've got like-minded people who come into this and just make it better for lack of better term, and despite the malord. Well, I mean, the... <laughs> in the studio audience, you were great tonight. Yeah. You really were, yeah. Shout out to them. Gindos onward and upward. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Until next time.